Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. We're really glad you're here. We have a good time. We hope you will too. Because each of these stands certainly on their own, you can listen to these in any order you want. You can skip ones you don't like. Totally up to you. Uh, today, we are using the combat mechanics from a game called Sexy Battle Wizards. We're going to go over that here in a second. Um, this is not our first time playing, so we've done it once before. Hopefully, we get the hang of it, but we'll find out. Um, if you like these mechanics, you can go on... Uh, there. There's a website. Google it. You'll see it. And you can play, too. It's really easy. Today, we are joined by Sadie Duca. Hi, I'm S -S Sadie. And you see this incredibly nervous elf. She's got very large, like horizontal from her head ears. They stick out at a right angle and they like extend all the way to her shoulders, like super large ears. And she's got white hair and pale skin and, and she's not very tall. And she looks incredibly awkward, not meeting anybody's eyes and like looking at the floor and um, she's trying her best to be here. So shy, so afraid of people. <laughs> Perfect. And we have Guvo Strongfoot. Hello, I am Guvo, a very obese frog. I used to be a gladiatorial agent, and uh, I wish to be the only Guvo in the multiverse by killing every single one of them. And I like to have Quite a lot of food. Mm. Sandwiches. Perfect. And RB Atlas. Greetings. Uh, RB is, she, he has black shoulder length hair, violet eyes, translucent white skin, and currently wearing an olive drab flight suit. And over the top, he's for some reason is wearing a black trench coat. Uh, currently holding a... <laughs> A bag of you still got that on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it means something different here. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, currently holding a bag of old stinky fish heads, and he hands that to Guvo. Mmm, <laughs> tasty, perfect. Now, before we get going, let's talk a little bit about these. This battle mechanic, sexy battle wizard. It's very simple. You. Uh, get a piece of jewelry that gives you the powers of the sexy battle wizard and you get three stats sexy battle and wizard which are used to charm harm or generally magic things uh, you can choose what skill you want to use when you do you have a score assigned for each of those one two or three that is how many six-sided die you get to roll anytime there is any type of roll you have to have uh, a challenge rating. And it's not based on how difficult the thing is to do. It's based on what, how, how significant of an impact is this, right? So for example, if you wanted to rob a bank, if you are going to take one penny and deposit that into your account, that would be a challenge level four. If you want to take a year's worth of wages and deposit that in your account, that would be a five. And if you want to clean out the entire bank, that would be a six. You get however many die you have for that particular stat that you're using. You know, how are you doing this? Are you seducing the guard? Are you magicking open a lock? Are you using a hammer to break a lock? You tell me. That's the stat that you use. And however, one, two, or three, however many dice you have for that stat, 
you roll that number, at least one of them must beat it or meet it. Now, this does get a little bit more complicated. If you meet it, you will accomplish the thing. However, something bad will happen to you. I get to decide what that is. And <laughs> what? As no. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so you will you will get one stress and something bad will happen to you. If you roll and you fail to accomplish your goal, you will get one stress as before with something bad happening to you. And you will get one determination that you can use later to add an additional die uh, to a roll if you so choose. However, as your stress builds up, the chances of you exploding go up astronomically. If you were to fail and the, the roll uh, exceeds the number of stress you have, you explode and you reappear back at the college around where you got your, your jewelry item. Make sense? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Perfect. So I think we all know how to play Sexy Battle Wizards now. Not that you are Sexy Battle Wizards just yet. We'll get there. But let's start our game, shall we? Yeah. So at this time, <laughs> you are all in the guild hall. You have had a late night out. Uh, I believe Guvo was trying out some new recipes for homemade alcoholic beverages. It was very interesting. And you all are nursing some hangovers right now in the the guild the 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 the, the main room. Mm. Did you like that cocktail I made? Uh, it was rather strong, and it gave me a bit of a tummy ache afterwards. But that's what you get when you mix motor oil with uh, vodka. Unfortunately, <laughs> how do you feel? <laughs> I quite enjoyed the taste of the motor oil. It was quite pleasant. <laughs> Mm, I did make it with you in mind, Arby. Perhaps you can put these fish heads to good use for a new cocktail. Mm, have you still got those? They must be weeks old at this point. I don't think they'll be very good anymore unless you put them in some sort of stew. What do you think, Sadie? What do you think to the motor oil and vodka? <laughs> Every word you're speaking is like a hammer on her brain. <laughs> she clutches her head and she takes out a crystal from her bag. It looks, um, there's some impurities in this, but it looks kind of like rose quartz, maybe. And she goes, RS242 methylpropylphenopropanoic acid. And she licks it. <laughs> She's like licking the crystal like a lollipop. <laughs> what does that taste like exactly? Ibuprofen. I don't know what that is, but it sounds delicious. <laughs> May Guru have a lick. Yeah, and she like shares it with you. She's mm. got a lot of these little crystals. And mm. um, oh, I was gonna say, uh, the outcome of this though might be up to the GM. Can I do like a a roll to to wizard the hangover away? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, mechanics. I'm just inviting something worse to happen to me. <laughs> you really are. I really am, but I like mechanics. Can I? I think you only get one dice right now, though. Oh no! You don't have the ring yet, or yeah, whatever item. That's right. I'm not magical yet. Okay. You're just your baseline level of magic, which you have some magic, but not as much as you're about to. <laughs> All, right. All right. So go ahead. It's it's set at a four. Go ahead. Take a roll. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> that's a two. As no. Oh, that's a two. Let's see what happens to you. You attempt to heal your hangover, and instead you heal back your fingernails and toenails that you had previously cut, and they are now six inches long. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong healing. (laughs) That's the wrong way to use healing magic. Uh, Anime reference. Um, uh, Guru might like that. Can I have a lick, please? I quite like that effect. He might go well with my battle skills. Yeah, you have the long nails too. Are you wearing shoes? Oh no, was I wearing shoes? (laughs) (laughs) Were you? I take my shoes off very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what would you all like to do today? Mm. Oh, um, I have one stress and one determination going forward, which is kind of nice to have a determination. I have an extra dice. That's true. Mm -hmm. Well, Um, I guess... Uh, Guvo will be, he seems, he's not too bad. He, you know, he's, uh, he gorges on food and drink quite often. So for him, these hangovers aren't really much of a problem for him. Um, so he's going to wander over to the jobs board and see if there's any sign of some sort of, uh, something he can do that will give him some excitement for the day, preferably something that involves, um, Either multidimensional travel, <laughs> which doesn't come up very often, but you know he's hopeful, uh, or something that way he can hone his battle skills. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you do see that the job board is empty, but roll a d6 for me. That's a two. That's a two. You don't notice anything else. We're we're making up uh, observation rolls for this. That's fine. Yeah. Mm, it doesn't seem to be anything to do today. Uh, I guess Guru should probably just go and train then. Uh, Arby, Sadie, would you like to join me in some training? Outside, friend, preferably. Friend Sadie, b- before we do any training, I, I was curious about this crystal of yours. Is this what I've heard as witchcraft? <laughs> I have listened to your episode where you went to the land of death and learned from Mary all about witchcraft and you decided you liked it. Um, so, uh, I look at the crystal in my hand, which is glowing magically. And I say, I, I, is it? Oh no, it's witchcraft. You're right. I've learned sometimes witchcraft can be quite pleasurable. Hmm? <laughs> what are you talking about? We were in the land of the dead and we inhaled fumes of witchcraft and it was very pleasurable. Mm, was it tasty? What did it taste like? Wait, you don't have taste buds, do you? You probably don't know what I mean. It was quite indescribable, but it was pleasant. Mm. Well, when I just licked that crystal, it didn't taste of anything. Maybe spit, but that's about it, really. And that doesn't really have much of a taste. And your toenails did not grow. Oh, yes. Well, I didn't mind grow. This is rubbish. He looks at his gigantic paws. He's thinking, wait a minute. I don't have any fingernails. Maybe that's why it didn't work. What anyway, do frog we go hands and train? look like? <laughs> I gotta Google frog hands Are you now. Googling now? Yeah. Google. What does a frog uh, hand look like? Frogs don't have, they just have big They're like little, pads, they have really. little like, things <gasps> with round pads. Yeah, Oh that's my it. gosh. Yeah. And Google has very big hands um, to hold his shield, which is huh. gigantic. I mean, I don't know what a lot of animal hands look like. Which animals have fingernails? Oh, I don't <laughs> Most of them. Um, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. They do not have fingernails. That would make life hard. Maybe it's only 
apes that have fingernails? Well, are we counting claws? Because most animals have those. Um, Fingernails are sort of adapted claws. Oh, the ends of their fingers do curl, though, like quite a lot. Like, it's got... Mm. Oh, it is only um, apes and monkeys. Hmm. Yeah. But claws aren't fingernails, apparently, as well. Hmm. Anyways, Anyways. what are you guys going to do? That was so sexy and battly and wizardry. Uh, let's uh, go outside and see what happens. So Guru's right. going to wander out with his shield and um, start practicing some defensive techniques. You open the door and you see the street that the guild hall is on. It's a bright, sunny day. Everyone you see is wearing tuxedos and floral printed sundresses. Mm. He, stopped, he looks at somebody as they're walking past and stops and says, Why are you dressed like this? You oh, don't normally look day. like this. Oh, it's a fine day. We always dress like this here. Wait a minute. People don't dress like this normally <gasps> in Nicomoy. <gasps> Who are you exactly? I haven't the foggiest what you mean. Have a nice day, sir. What? Wait, come back here. <laughs> <laughs> she wanders on her way collecting flowers and, you know, just, you know, it's... Everyone going about their very idyllic lives today. GM, does it seem like they are all headed in a specific direction or are they all just milling about? It seems like they are heavily milling about. No one seems to have any sort of purpose or hustle whatsoever. They're wasting their time. They should be doing things like collecting wood or hitting things with hammers. Um, These don't seem like normal Nicomoy people at all. Is this a good time to mention that I was wearing a dress? Do Wait I a minute. blend in with them? Not quite. I believe your dress was a little bit more... Wasn't it blue and... I mean, I don't think yours was floral. Not floral, but... Hmm, okay, so I don't like super blend in. All right, I was gonna... Mm. Is this yeah. your fault, Sadie? <laughs> Have you convinced everybody to wear dresses? I'm not going to wear a dress. You can't make me. She feels such social anxiety that she, like, whimpers and big puppy dog eyes and a tear enters her and she's like, is it my fault? Oh, oh dear, it no. is your fault. And he sort of pats her on the side quite vigorously. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. On, on the planet Zarthan 4, there are mists of illusion that commonly trap people in an elaborate illusion and cause them to hallucinate. Perhaps something is affecting the citizens of Nicomoy. Oh, God. And he rushes over to the nearest person and starts shaking him. Are you an illusion? What's going on here? I haven't the foggiest what you mean. Have a great day. Oh, God, he's <laughs> so nice. I, I can't take it. <laughs> and lets them go and just starts shaking some other people viciously. <laughs> What's wrong with you all? Why won't you talk normally? What's going on? Oh, I can't take it. Wait. <sighs> Are we in a different dimension again? Arby, it's like before, when I killed myself. Whatever is affecting these individuals, their behavior is giving me goose flesh on my arms. Goose flesh? That sounds delicious. Oh, it is. Mmm. I feel quite hungry now. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's places to get food around, if you want. Mm. Goose flesh. <sighs> Excuse me, sir. Do you know where I can buy some goose flesh? Oh, well, uh, there's the market is right down the street. You should go. I'm sure you'll find exactly what you're looking for. Have a nice day. Uh, you too. Uh, well, 
Should we go to the market then? Maybe. Wait a minute. Is that the same? Um, does the streets look the same as Nicomoy's? Tip- typical streets? Uh, sort of. Yes. The, the, uh, the, 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 the bones of the city are the same, but everything looks clean. Mm. Well repaired. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So when, he's, when the uh, person said, I'll go to the market, it would typically be where the market was in Nicomoy, typically, you know, same place. It's just, it's a newer version of that. One would assume. Mm, okay. This place is Nicomoy. It's, mm. you just look around and it looks perfect. Mm. Friend Sadie, I do not believe that this disturbance is your fault. Perhaps we should find the source of this strange phenomena. Oh, okay. Oh, and she looks so relieved. Um, she's a great ability to feel guilt <laughs> and and she will determinedly help you she is stepping away from the guild hall yeah <laughs> heading towards the market nice how does sadie feel in this environment this is her normal environment and she notices nothing wrong <laughs> she has never <laughs> been in any other situation other than a clean and well-repaired one. <laughs> oh, okay <sighs> let's go then to the market for All goose right. flesh. You go down the market. There are many stalls selling a variety of things. There's, there's plenty that are selling meat dishes. Um, again, everyone here is wearing the exact same thing. The men are all in tuxedos. The women are all in uh, floral sundresses. Um, everything just looks very idealized. You don't see any you know naughty children running around. You don't see... Um, really any of the, uh, the, the, the unsavories that you might see sometimes. Friend, friend Guvo, I'm sorry, friend Guvo, as an android, I am familiar with entities running on a particular program and not straying from their, uh, programmed path. However, humans are typically more erratic and disorderly. Mm. However, these individuals seem to be just running... Running, what do you mean? Like, on a set, they oh, say the same thing. They're all robots. I knew it. <laughs> and he starts chasing someone down. Are you a robot? And falls over, basically, while he's chasing them. Uh, probably pulls them to the ground and is shaking them. Are you a robot? <gasps> I knew it. Prove you're a normal person. I haven't the foggiest what you mean. Have oh, God, nice that's so nice. I can't take it. <gasps> oh, you a robot. You must be. No one is this nice, especially when I trip them over. Oh, God. We're going to die again. I don't like this. Um, do, um, do, do you guys, um, do you want to, do you want to go shopping? I think, I think I want to wear like a floral dress and, and like, do you guys want suits? I can buy you suits. <gasps> Guru would love a suit. And then he can fit in better and then find the robots and kill them. Hmm. Oh, yes. Good idea, Sadie. Get in with the crowd. I want to go shopping. I want to buy a matching floral dress and suits for my friends. Shopping episode. Hooray! You're in the market. There is a tailor right uh, right on the edge, one of the buildings. Um, You can see the sign with a needle and, and thread spool. It's, yeah, it's right there. You can go on in and get whatever you want. Oh, 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 okay. I recently learned what a peony is. They're sort of like roses, except they're fluffier. And yeah. I want a pink peony flower print dress. And 
I would like actual shoulders to my dress and pockets. Can you define actual shoulders? Yeah. <laughs> Dresses that like, like if you look at a person from the shoulder up and you're not sure if they're naked or not, I don't want that dress. I want the dress where it's like, like the clothes, the fabric goes all the way to halfway to your elbow. You know? Gotcha. You do not want a strap. You want like yeah. some coverage. Yeah. I, don't I thought want, you were like, uh, I want I don't a 1980s want padded shoulders thing going on. Ooh, I do want <laughs> shoulder pads now. And I want like a lace collar. <laughs> yes. They, they, they have something exactly like that. And it is, it is, it is on sale. Oh my gosh. Oh my no gosh. one else wanted it. I also want socks that have lace at the end of them. And when you fold them down over your shoes, it looks like your shoes have a lacy frill on top of them. <laughs> Those are also on sale. Cooper's going to get really confused. Sorry. Oh, go on, Sadie. Go on, go on. <laughs> um, and then I take my friends to a suit warehouse, maybe? W-E-A-R. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think Cooper's going to get very confused by this. Um, there are rows and rows of suits. Yeah. And uh, he thinks, well, the best way to fit in is to look like everybody. So that must mean combining these things. So we want a really flowery suit because clearly that will make him fit in with everybody. Perfect. In the prom <laughs> section, you do find some flowery suits. Perfect. <laughs> he barely gets into the largest size. Uh, it's a little bit small, I imagine. Um, it's po- it's uh, You can see like the gaps where... The shirt is a little bit too small. You can see his um, green flesh underneath. He goes, this is perfect. I look like everybody else. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> the buttons are straining. <laughs> mm-hmm. One flies off and breaks a mirror. You know, he's fine. <laughs> it's like another it's weapon. tailoring. <laughs> yeah, right? Just, just inhale. Suddenly yeah. you're an archer. <laughs> Friend Sadie. I appreciate your friendly offer of new clothing. However, I am concerned that if we dress like the other people of Nicomoy, that perhaps whatever is affecting them might start affecting us. Oh, is something affecting them? Well, they're not normal, are they? They're not normally this nice or clean. Really? Yes. (laughs) Haven't you noticed that before? Um... also, mm-hmm. I find the combination of tuxedos and summer dresses to be quite conflicting. Aren't tuxedos quite warm? Mm. Depends. Are they linen or wool? You can get summer tuxes. Yes. Guvo has many tuxes. <sighs> one for winter, one for summer. Yes, but only wears them at special occasions. What do you say, Arby? Are you, are you putting on a tux? I think instead of a tux, he finds a white suit... And a, like, peach button-up undershirt. (laughs) (laughs) 70s proms section again, yes. (laughs) I was thinking a little more uh, Miami Vice. (laughs) Sure. Which I had to Google to find it. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Stylin'. So he'll change his clothes, but he's not going to go full tuxedo. Gotcha. As you guys are exiting uh, the the men's warehouse, um, you, again, you're back in the market and everything looks perfect. However, you do see off on the other side of the market, your first bit of dirt since you have come out of the guild hall today. Mm-hmm. And where and is it? 
Well, it, 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 it's actually a her. Um, her wow. name is Nala Thorne. Oh. I believe. How would we know that? I well, uh, yes. Guvo knows her. He recognizes her. Oh. She looks exactly like you remember. Normal outfit, dirt and all, rucksack over her shoulder. Nala, look. Uh, I'm wearing a tux. What are you doing here in Nicomoy? You're not wearing a flowery dress like everybody else. You're not a robot, are you? No, no, not at all. But, oh, I, I must be leaving. <laughs> she starts sidling away. Not where, where are you going? We just saw each other. Anywhere but here. Look around. Well, it's, isn't it better? It's cleaner. And we've got suits on. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I do not behold this. Oh, dear. Well, why did you come to Nicomoy? What are you up to? Well, I've been here. I'm selling, I mean, not selling to you, obviously, or I would have had my stock gone days ago. But no, I, I came here for trading. And then today I woke up to this. Mm. Something is afoot. Yes. Mm. Was it normal yesterday for you then? Yes, yesterday was normal. I mean, I'm sure you were here. Mm. Nothing was like this. Well, mm. we did have a, quite a big binge drink session. I just thought we just accidentally slipped into another robot dimension or something crazy. But you're here and you look normal. I don't, it's all very confusing to me. Well, I don't know what happened either. I did see the floating castle outside town again. You know what happens when she comes. The what? The what floating castle? Oh, surely you must know. Any time the college errant comes to town, trouble's afoot. Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about this, Sadie? Arby? Some sort of flying castle? I, well, <laughs> I believe I had heard a tale in the past of a castle that caused the weather to change dramatically or some sort of associated weather disturbance with the appearance of a castle. Oh, mm. yeah. That was when the garden froze in June. It was crazy. Mm. So you both know what this is, potentially. Yes? I, I, was, I was unsure if it was merely a rumor or if it was something that actually existed. Apparently, if we see it, then perhaps it is true. Mm. Well... We probably should investigate it. Where is it, uh, Nala? How far away is it? I'll leave that up to you. It's it's off to the north, but uh, I'll be heading west on my way out of town. You do as you see fit. Hmm. Have you got any uh, of those special chocolates I like <sighs> left? What's it to you? Well, you know me, Nala. <sighs> I do anything for those chocolates. Mm, anything. What do you have on you? I've got a suit on. Uh, how about <laughs> <laughs> this lovely bow tie? You would go nice with your outfit. I she inspects the fancy silk. Hmm. Deal. Thank you, Nala. I could always trust you to do a good deal. She hands you the moldy chocolates. Mmm. Yummy. Perfect. And he noshes all of them down in, in seconds. <laughs> Perfect. So the question is, where do you all go from here? I do believe this castle deserves a thorough investigation. Agreed. 
Also, friend Guvo, typically people, humanoids, avoid eating things with mold on them. Yet you gobbled those down quite swiftly. Mm. There's something in the chocolate that makes the mold uh, enhance it somehow. Uh, I can't tell you exactly how, but it just makes them so delicious. Uh, would you like to try one? Sure. And he's sort of like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was half chewing this one. It'll be a fine. Have a taste. Uh, Arby puts it in his mouth. And <laughs> and yeah, then he does. He, and then he looks, uh, he looks like that was a bad idea. Like, I'm, I can't believe I just did this. This is not a good experience. <laughs> Tasty, isn't it? Friend Sadie, I, I don't believe he's correct about eating mold. I take a piece of the chocolate and I flip it over and I look at it and it has bloomed. If you've ever had chocolate that you've been trying to like temper and you didn't do it right and it blooms and I scratch at it and it comes off and it peels off like it's chocolate. It's just bloomed. And I go, nom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I make chocolate like this all the time. <laughs> mm. Well, maybe you we can have a deal, Sadie. You can make me chocolate and I can do something for you. I could train you into be a better fighter. You would you would want this chocolate? I, yes, it's I delicious. Like to, whoa. I mean, that would be so nice to have someone appreciate the chocolate that I can make. Mm, definitely. <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah, she yeah, she will take tempered chocolate and turn it into bloom chocolate all day for you. All right. <laughs> Guvo's happy. Should we go and look at this castle? Yeah. Sure. Do yeah. you march north? Yeah. And then last time it was a temperature phenomena where everybody got really, really cold. What temperature is it, GM? Normal. Normal. Oh. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, we're going north, right? Everybody? Normal per the season of whenever people are listening to this episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it is... Uh, Cold for the first, yeah, cold for the first time in winter. Well, sure. What about Australians? The sundresses look real weird now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. You, you go north, you pass through many streets that look about the same as what you've seen. Just a very idealized version of Nicomoy. And you do come upon, floating over the city, a castle in the sky it is on a piece of rock that is flat-topped, but um, sort of inverse cone with sort of rough, craggy rock um, on the underside that looks like it was just ripped right up from the earth. And it is hovering about 100 feet up in the sky. Wow. This is, this is most certainly witchcraft. Yes. <gasps> just a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Do you think that's turning everybody in wearing suits and things? Just their presence. No, I had to pay for mine. Mm. How did we get these suits anyway? Who paid for them? I, did. I didn't. <laughs> I paid. Good. On the planet Palantin, it is common for the two moons to rise during a certain part of the year. Behavior of the people of Palantin is quite erratic during this time. However, the moons have no actual alteration to the uh, humanoids of that planet's biology. It is merely... The appearance of the moons that creates this disturbance. Mm. So you're saying that the moon is causing this. Let's kill the moon then. <laughs> Destroy it. Burn down the moon. No, Good I am plan. merely stating, friend Guvo, that 
sometimes the appearance of a thing might seem like the cause, but might just happen to be a coincidence. Oh, yes. I see what you mean. But that's a big difference because that's never happened before. People don't start dressing better normally. So it's got to be linked up. You know that it wasn't the moon because you investigated the moon on Palantine, right? So, like, we got to investigate the castle and rule it out. Mm. That that sounds like the correct path. Mm. Good idea. To the... How do we get up there, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> so it's looking up and like, huh? Is there a ladder? <laughs> yeah, how far up is it in the sky, GM? A hundred feet. A hundred feet. Oh. Okay, that's like ten... Ten stories. stories. Can yeah. anyone fly? I cannot. <gasps> I could throw you all up there. Are you ready? <laughs> uh, ten stories. We'll <laughs> <laughs> give it a go. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, she's so trusting. So, like, she. Um, how do you like prepare to be thrown? You know, she. I guess uh, closes her backpack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure everything's <laughs> put together. Okay. okay. Tucks the purse into the backpack, closes the backpack. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Good. And he's going to, um, uh, what's this uh, in the Olympics where you spin on the spot <laughs> and throw a chain on a ball as far as you can? Yeah. Uh, it's like a shot put, but it's something. I think it's called the hammer throw. Hammer throw, that's it. Yeah. He's going to hammer throw Sadie as high as he can into the air. I only know that from watching the movie Matilda. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude, I'm being Matilda. Yeah, yeah. Trunchbolt. Trunchbolt. Right? Was this by pigtails? Oh. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man. He's not gonna do that. He's gonna take. He's gonna take you by the feet. I'm gonna say this is a five. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me a battle roll right here. You get one die. Mm -hmm. That is a six. No joke. <laughs> oh. You successfully throw her all the way up oh, to yes. the castle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look at her go. Wow. Even I'm impressed. <laughs> Sadie, you land on the courtyard. Um, can you? How, how graceful are you? Right now? Yes. Like average elf gracefulness, which is more than a human. Oh, but like, Very good. Yeah. Yes, you, you land very sprightly on, on the courtyard. Um, and you notice that directly to your right is a chain ladder with a mechanism to roll and unroll it. I flip that switch. It unrolls. <laughs> yes, it does. I guess as the ladder unrolls, uh, it comes down to Guvo basically trying to pick Arby up by the feet and they're sort of wrestling. <laughs> a bit like, no, I don't want to be thrown. Come on, this is the only way up. <laughs> Friend, friend Guvo, I, I see a ladder. However, that, that throw was quite impressive, but I could use the ladder. Oh, spoil sport. Fine. <laughs> Let's use the ladder. Robots aren't known for their sense of fun. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Go All right, on so you both climb up the ladder, um, and you uh, join Sadie up in the courtyard. Uh, you see a gray stone castle and a large wooden door. How do we, uh, should we just go in through the gate? Is there any, uh, is there any, um, guards or, um, anyone no. around on top? No. Not that you can see yet. Mm. Friend, okay. friend Guvo, when, Yeesh. when approaching the house of a person you have not been acquainted with, mm -hmm. how do you typically approach? Hmm. Well, in frog culture, you normally just walk in their door and 
I hope they don't get annoyed by it. Uh, but, you know, you're quite in and out of other people's swamps. Yeah. So maybe they're the same. Maybe these are frog people. Sky frog people. They'll understand. And he'll just wander off. Very well. And try and open the door. <laughs> you try to open the door? Mm-hmm. It's going to push the door and try, or try to push the door and walk in. It, it, it does indeed swing right open. And you hear a voice from inside say, Oh my, darling. Come in, I suppose. <laughs> Hello. I... Hello. Who are you? Oh, my name's Kitchy. Hello. How are you today? Well, I'm fine. I I would have appreciated a knock, but such is life. Enter. Well, in frog culture, typically you just walk in and out of people's swamps. <gasps> and I thought you were sky frogs. We can work on you later. Okay. I'm wearing a suit. <laughs> yes. We might want to work on that later. And... <laughs> Kitchy gestures down at themselves. You see that they are currently in their male form, wearing a form-fitting outfit made of tastefully arranged black ribbons. Nice. nice. We did not mean to intrude. No, it's fine. I've been waiting to find someone who wasn't uh, affected, shall we say. I'm still trying to figure out what caused all of this. Mm. What do you mean, affected? Surely you've noticed. <sighs> Everyone's a, a, a Stepford zombie. They're robots. Well, I don't know yet. But I don't suppose you've had a chance to look at the sky yet either, have you? Hmm. Shade, you must have had a good, good view a minute ago. <laughs> How was it? <laughs> what did I see? <laughs> Turn around. Look at, the, look at the far distance. I look in the far distance. <laughs> you see... Uh, straight up, the sky looks fairly normal, but as you look in the distance, you can see that there is actually an almost invisible purple-hued dome covering the city. Ooh. There seems to be a break in the dome to the west. You can only really see it during the uh, uh, on its more vertical part. Oh, mm. that makes sense. Yeah, because it would be like thicker there, you know, like you can see the cross section. Oh. Mm. Mm. The city has a purple hat. <gasps> it's dressing fancy, like we are. I believe it is a hat of witchcraft. Oh, no. I make the sign of the cross. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does it mean, this big purple hat? What is it doing to the town? Well, I think that is up to you to find out. But uh, how do we do that? We can't fly. Well, Sadie can now. <laughs> Would you like well, to go in again? <laughs> I wouldn't come without gifts. You know me better than that by now, surely. Do we know you? <laughs> this is... Yes, this Does is anyone a fire not know Kitchy? Oh, we it's one of the Kitchy. characters. They're a fire oh, kitten. Yeah. So we've, like, uh, seen them in the bar, and they have a tattoo It's somewhere on their body. I don't know where. Right. Somewhere. Sense. It Hello might again. have moved. <laughs> Kitchy is a fire-breathing kitten's character from last season. Uh, who is somewhat gender neutral, mm -hmm. um, born female. However, in the sexy battle wizard form, takes on a more male form, which is what you see right now. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Was it flipped? I don't know. It was one of those. I can't. Yeah. Was it flipped? I don't know. Yeah. That's wait. what it was. Yeah. They're it both gender really neutral. They're both very pretty. We, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have heard, uh, I've heard they also produce some quite potent uh, potions and elixirs. 
Maybe. <laughs> I don't remember because she's not here. <laughs> well, they do Rather now. The, the, crea- um, the creator of Kitchy. Well, okay, but you say gifts. What type of gifts are we talking about? Oh, that's up to you. Come, come, look mm. in my box. That's a nice box. What's it? It looks like it's made of cardboard. <sighs> Ouch. This is mahogany. Oh, sorry. I can't tell the difference. (laughs) They open a small treasure chest appearing item and you see uh, it's just it's just full of different types of of jewelry. And you can you can select what you like. What kind of jewelry strikes your fancy? Mm. Guru looks at a. I keep, I'm doing it in his voice, sorry. I'm so used to doing it. Um, he looks at um, like a brooch, um, typically one that you would wear with a cape. So he's looking okay. at this brooch and uh, it's, he's drawn to it because of the color green. So he picks it mm-hmm. up and he's staring at it as though like it's coming into his eyes. <laughs> he's getting mesmerized by it. Well, put it on, darling. Okay. Uh, and he just sort of puts it over his... in over his lapel into his suit jacket, I imagine. And because he doesn't really know what to do with it. He hasn't got a cape on. So he puts it on and he goes, mm, this is quite nice. Is this for free? So as you start to say that, mm-hmm. you start to transform. Can you tell the class what happens to you? Okay. Um, <laughs> so Guvo is, uh, he starts to go, and his jowls are wiggling and going crazy. Um, as he starts to get fatter, uh, for some reason, um, he gets bigger and fatter, a little bit taller because uh, he's now uh, more sexy. So he's going to get he's going to go up a few inches. So he's now five foot four um, and gets a little bit fatter. Every inch counts. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So he gets a little bit fatter. Um, he's the bone structure in his face becomes a little bit more. Um, what's the word? Visible. And his um, the suit jacket that he was wearing starts to become more bedazzled in different i guess rhinestones and stuff i don't know like it just becomes more shiny and um as though this is like his one thing that is uh, gonna be um really makes him stand out to the to everybody um and he's gonna still wear his full suit on but his jacket becomes even more um vibrant um and uh you his, his turns around um he looks and goes my jacket is amazing i feel so sexy <laughs> that's because you are darling oh finally and powerful oh i knew it i finally reached my uh there's a word i can't remember the word is <laughs> my final Your form. potential my potential has been unleashed in the form of a jacket perfect i feel at one with the sexiness again I feel good. What about you, dear? Kitchy turns to Sadie. Sadie has an image she's going to share in the chat. Yeah. Uh-oh. And then I'll describe the image for the listeners. Oh, yeah, that's the picture. Okay. So um, it is a headpiece made out of a gold band that goes over the hair. Like, uh, mm, like a hairband, right? And then attached to the headpiece are... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven quartz crystals, but the one in the middle being the tallest and the ones on the end being the smallest, and they stand up straight from the band, and it's like a tiara, but it's made out of rocks. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And she just what? like, she's like, oh, crystals. You put it on and tell oh, us what happens. Oh my gosh. I put it on. Okay. So I put it on and my clothing changes, which makes me sad. And I'm wearing like <laughs> these flowing shimmery veil sort of like dress like um the movements of a ballerina would make the veil like billow around me you know and like uh it's really long like the the really long goldfish tail in fantasia where it can the goldfish like can spin around and the tail like curls up around the goldfish and she can like peek over it at you she <laughs> so it's like super super long flowy white stuff that is the same neutral buoyancy as air mm. Ooh. Oh, nice. Awesome. <laughs> what Very I would elfy. use helium for in real life if I could. <laughs> Clothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Arby, was it? What about you? Do you want to be beautiful? Uh, yes. Uh, Arby will reach in and grab like a dangly diamond earring and like jab it into his earlobe which isn't pierced (laughs) (laughs) does it bleed oh that's an interesting question i think it does release some sort of reddish fluid but it's probably not actually blood (laughs) all right and as this happens um he's like encased in like a dazzling bright light and he like spins (laughs) and and as he comes out of this light um you see that his hair is now kind of swept back in like a black dark mullet and his his skin which was like a translucent white is now uh silvery and he has like a red and blue lightning bolt over the left side of his face and um his blazer and white like white suit is now gone and it's like a silver jumpsuit a shiny silver jumpsuit with large shoulder pads a large collar and like a deep V down the chest. And I would say he's gone from like, so he's normally like five, eight kind of average build, but now he's like six foot and he's not like bigger, but he's like ripped, like more defined and muscular. Perfect. You all look wonderful. Definitely putting your best foot forward. Now, speaking of feet, we need feet on the ground. I'm sure you noticed that break over in the West, correct? Mm-hmm. We did. Yes. I suspect that is your most likely area of interest. I haven't been able to explore it. Unfortunately, uh, Edith is out right now, so I'm maintaining the castle. But you should go and find out what's, uh, what's happening in that doorway. So the doorway is a break in this purple bubble that is covering Nicomoy. Yes, you can see that this mostly covers the entire city, but off to the west of the city, there is uh, what seems to be a jagged opening towards the ground. Mm. Have you got any ideas how we could get over there? Do you have a ship? A flying one? Or is can we reach it with another metal ladder? Well, I was imagining you would walk. Are you saying you want me to fly the, the, the castle across the city? You could do that. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. I actually feel I have... (laughs) I'm laughing because... Sorry, I'm just... Okay, obese person to real life here, yes, you do try to get out of walking. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's such good role play. Can you take me there? (laughs) Do you have a car? Great. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, keep going, Arby. I just... True facts hit me real hard there. (laughs) 
Um, Arby is basically like, I believe these this jewelry has given us some new abilities, and I think I perhaps can tap into an ability that might allow us to travel. <gasps> can you go into different dimensions? Perhaps I can. Oh, Arby, did um, you find out the way that we found out before? Have you completed it? I am I am unsure, friend Guvo. However, I believe I have a new ability unlocked by this earring, <gasps> and I would like to test it out. Do it. Do it now. Uh, so, GM, uh, I chose the art of hyperdimensional splendor. Okay. And I would like to attempt to gather them and try and, like, jump us, like, teleport us over to where the break is. Perfect. Mm. So you are using your wizard stat, correct? Yes. Which I believe is three. That's correct. Now you get more than one die. Hooray. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so go ahead and give us a roll. This is set at a four. All we're doing is getting out of some walking. Right. <laughs> I got a six, a five, and a one. So Perfect. six. Go ahead and describe how this looks. Um. I, like, put an arm around each of my companions, if they allow me, and I will I will just be like, ah. <laughs> and, then, and then we shimmer out and kind of uh, reappear like transporter. <laughs> it's a musical ability. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that happens. You shimmer out from the area you currently are in a shower of diamond sparks keeping with your theme <laughs> and you reappear on the west side of the city just in time to see nala coming back the the other way nala look i've got a better jacket this time it's got rhinestones on it don't i look sexy it's lovely dear you don't seem very impressed i feel sad well i I'm very distracted. I was trying to get out, but there's something blocking the way. What, what do you mean, blocking the way? Well, just go on over and see. He's massive. Oh, a challenge. I like the sound of that. I know. I was going to try to sneak around him, but I don't know. They've thought of everything. Mm. Well, sh should we go and investigate, Sadie? Oh. Arby? Yeah. I'd hate to lose my best customer, but be my guest. Don't worry. No one can kill Guvo. Except Guvo. Exactly. I say out of character. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> All right, so you guys are just marching straight up? But we're going to mm. investigate it. That was when thing. you say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you want. <laughs> we should probably like just see what is up there first and then make a decision. <laughs> Okay, so you sneak up there to try to get a view of, of the break in the, in, in the shield, correct? Mm. Makes sense. Perfect. Uh, you see a large fire giant wearing robes, red robes. Oh. Are they oh. fancy robes? Uh, they're not very fancy robes. Ah. They, they look like more of a like acolyte kind of robes. Oh. Is this Norwich? You do recognize Norwich. Holy cow. Oh. We know him. This is fine. Do you have a friendly relationship with Norridge? I can't imagine Sadie would ever say anything to Norridge. <laughs> like, he's a giant. <laughs> I mean, he's the chief of something's landing, right? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. So he's a fire-breathing kitten. Uh, he's a fire-breathing kitten? Yeah, from last season. And um, 
I thought he was Obsidiana's minion. Never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, pick, it's a different fire giant that we don't recognize. <laughs> <laughs> we don't recognize him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. We'll need to go correct the wiki later. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Norwich killed Obsidiana. Oh, they are connected. Yeah. You're close. Mm. Yeah. Never mind. Well, this is a different fire giant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not that one. No problem. Okay. All right. So we it's just a got fire confused, giant. Yeah. That just looks very yeah, similar. I, yeah. I'm like, whoa, is it Norwich? And then I'm like, whoa, it turns around. And in, you know, when you like see someone with really long hair and you expect a female and it turns around and it's a male. And I'm just, I got that look on my face where I'm like, yeah. uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, hide... not Norwich. This one looks mean. Mm. No, I, I hide behind Arby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so does it notice us? Have we made enough of a commotion that it's like looking in our direction now? Not yet. You get to choose how to approach this. Mm. Well, I think we should try and talk to it first and then kill it. Probably. What it, What is it currently doing? Is it just sitting there? It's standing guard in the middle of the street. Mm. So it's like wielding a weapon? Oh, yes. Giant flaming swords. Mm. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you said you're gonna go to try to talk to him? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I believe go, I believe this is gonna be a sexy role. Oh, we better be. If anything. So, <laughs> what, what exactly are you trying to accomplish with this talk? Um, to understand um why they are here. Um, if they are potentially doing naughty things uh are they doing trying to protect things you know what what's their deal what are they up to um and you want a lot of information i do uh, okay so the focus of the information would be uh what's your beef and uh what you know what are you up to in this in the city that's it just casual conversation be like hey how's it going do you like my okay. jacket i like your jacket you know jacket talk. i'll give you a four for that okay okay uh, highest is a five. So go ahead and give me some role play. How are you sexing this up and making... The, how, how are you flirting with this man to get some information? Okay. Uh, is going to uh, flick his collar a little bit, you know, get make sure that he's well presented at this point. Sort of saunter over, uh, really playing into this feat because he feels very confident at this point and he's never really felt confident in his own skin. Um, but now he's got a good jacket. He's a little bit taller. Uh, he's gained some weight, which in frog world is like sexier. Um, so, you know, he's going to really flaunt the flab. <laughs> um, make sure his jowls are really, because uh, obviously because he's a frog, he can widen his um, neck um, area. I don't know what it's called in frogs. Uh, widen it out so he's really well presented and uh, go, hey, I've got a cool jacket on. Uh, I like your jacket as well. Would you like to talk fashion? I uh, think that your jacket is very well presented and suits you very well. Well, thank you. That's uh, quite a lot of frog you have there. Oh, don't you know it? <laughs> and he's going to wiggle his <laughs> My goodness. Back home, we used to eat frog legs, but they were never that big. Oh, Tasty. Wait, can you eat frogs? You mean you don't? I've Surely never... you're the king of the frogs. <gasps> but I've never tried eating one. <gasps> You've opened my eyes. I'm going to go and eat people. 
This is perfect. I can kill them and then eat them. Oh, you you are a good friend to Guru. What is your name? My name is Neeridge. <laughs> Not Norridge. Neeridge. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Hello, Neeridge. Are you related to Norridge, any chance? Oh, yeah, it's my cousin. Oh. <sighs> what brings you to town? Are you here visiting your cousin? Oh, no, it's just guard duty. Hmm. What are you guarding? What? Oh, I, I don't know if we know you that well. Well, I'm just wondering what uh, a handsome fire giant like yourself is doing guarding. They're so wasted. You could be out and be doing fun things. Like other fun things. <laughs> the guru, the only thing fun is like fighting. So he's really struggling trying to think of other things that isn't battering things with shields. Um, but I guess he's a fire giant. I know. So he might get that. Back home, <laughs> back home, we would we would have wrestling tournaments every day. I should be back there. Mm. What type of wrestling? Oh, mud wrestling, of course. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Helps put out the fire. Fire mud wrestling. Oh, it sounds actually quite fun. Oh, it's very steamy. Oh, yes, I imagine. So... You said you were guarding something, yes? Is it is it dangerous inside? Well, no, I'm I'm keeping you lot in. Keeping you lot in for what reason? <sighs> is there a mud wrestling tournament I'm missing out on? I I I don't think the mistress would want me sharing all of that just now. Oh, but but Guvo's good at wrestling. <gasps> he could be the champion. Well, we could always wrestle mm. if you think you have what it takes. Mm. Maybe. But Guvo is quite interested with what's happening in the town. Have you seen that everybody looks nice and posh? And they're wearing nice suits. Posh is a very good word for it. Mm. Is your mistress posh? I suppose in her own way. Mm. She has a very exacting way about her, doesn't she? I don't know. Who is it? Do you remind oh. me? Oh. Are you trying to are you are you, are you trying to roll? You, mm, what are you doing here? <laughs> trying to coerce him into accidentally telling me who he is. <laughs> yeah, again, you rolled a you you rolled a four challenge level before. You want to find out who the mistress is? That's a five. I will try. I will try. All Let's right. Uh, yeah, highest is a six. All right. Do you rolled sexy? Yep, definitely. All right. Step up that flirting. Let's let's see, let's see it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Guru is going to drop a drop a shoulder to show off some of the uh, the bulge. <laughs> mm. Yes, you bulge out nicely. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even sort of as he breathes out as well, another button flies off, so his shirt opens up a little bit to show some frog chest. Um, uh-huh. That's by accident, but um, clearly that he's he's realised that actually this is working. <laughs> all right and then what do you say okay um mm, well you said wrestling right what's your yes. show me your best move i bet i could uh show you some good moves as well he grabs you by the lapels of your jacket and flips you over his shoulder and then he does a backflip over top of you and you land with your back on the ground and him pinning you down on all oh, fours kind of like a spanish fly <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wrestling moves. Um yeah, wrestling, not gay at all. 100%. <laughs> uh 
okay, Goober, like Goober gets squished underneath because of this gigantic fire giant. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Oh, I'm being crushed. Oh, give me some room a little bit. Oh, I've never had such a gigantic thing on top of me before. <laughs> he uh, props himself up on, on, on his hands, takes some weight off of you. Oh, I think I won. I think you did. Wow. That was amazing. Can I try that on you now? I don't know if you're ready for the big leagues. Well, you got to give me a chance at least. I tell you what, mm-hmm. I'll answer one question for you because oh. you're a good sport. And then can I practice the move? That's very good. I could use it on somebody else and kill them. Sure. Mm. Well, what I want to know is who is this mistress you keep talking about? He looks dejected. He thought you were going to ask him on a date. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, her name's Obsidiana. I don't know if you've heard of her. I don't know. Is that someone... Re- is, so you said that was earlier, like, um, something to do with Norwich. Um, would he have talked about her in the guild? Or them in the guild? I don't know. How does... I'm curious. How does Arby react to that? Can you hear it? Um, yeah. I... I would think that we we're close enough to at least hear if he's in trouble, right? <laughs> like we'd we'd stay close enough. So he... um, <laughs> you guys are watching this avidly, yes. <laughs> and he's a fire giant, so he's projecting. Like he's not like speaking quietly. So, yeah, I would. So I'm like silvery, but I go back to a shade of white, and I just kind of like do the like side eye thing, like. <laughs> what? Listeners, uh, he's looking left and then looking right, and looking left and looking right. <laughs> like very suspiciously. Like I think I know something about this, but I don't know if I want to in- like uh, implicate myself. Oh, but you do recognize the the name. Yeah, I would say um, I would say uh, friend friend Guvo. I think we need to talk about this. Oh, I, I don't think you'd, <laughs> we would be close enough for you to be able to talk back. True. Yeah. True. Otherwise, you'd be seen. Um, okay. So he said. So the. Yeah, I've been told Obsidiana. Okay, all right. Um, uh, thank you for that information. I don't recognize the name. Um, is, are they good, good person? Or are they an evil person? Because you seem like a good person. So they must be a good person as well, right? Hey, I, I, I don't cast judgment. Coin is coin, you know, in this line of work. Uh, I will say, though, make sure you never cross her. She is tiny, but she is, uh, she, she gets what she wants. We'll, we'll put it that way. Mm. Well, well, it's been fun talking. Uh, how about we, uh, if you're still around, we could practice the wrestling again. Maybe tomorrow. So far as I know, I'll still be stationed here. Okay. You just come and find me. I will. I'll come and find you. Okay. Well, it was lovely to meet you. I will be going now. I'm quite goodbye, Frog Prince. Goodbye. And Guga's going to wander off and go back to the group and sort of he re- relay what the fire giant told him, just because he doesn't know whether they could have heard him, uh, heard what the conversation was. And um, yeah, I guess that point, waiting for Arby's reaction to that. Uh, friend Guvo, mm-hmm. I believe I was misled into doing something really bad. Uh, Obsidiana was an individual I met in the Land of the Dead, and she convinced me that she had turned over a new leaf and requested that I bring a necklace to the grave of her sister. However, it seems 
I might have allowed her entrance back to the land of the living. Mm-hmm. So they all As a player, back. I love this because I'm the one who killed her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think you killed and her. As, yeah, yeah. So as a character, I have no idea what's going on. Okay. But as a player, I'm like, I thought I killed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they are bad. But that nice giant said they were, well, he didn't, actually, he didn't say they were good. Just that he was getting paid to God. But um, I don't think we can go this way without potentially killing him. Uh, maybe we need to sneak past. It seemed like you guys might have an alternate route together if you... And she's, like, super awkward and she can't, say, continue flirting with him. But, like, I wonder how we could distract him. Mm. <laughs> he seemed quite dedicated to the task. He wouldn't even let me practice the wrestling move he taught me. So I doubt I'm going to be able to convince him otherwise. Perhaps I can uh, reattempt my trick and see if we can transport to the other side of the fire giant. Ah, good idea. Mm, I was going to suggest, like, wait until he gets off work and suggest wrestling in private. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> teleport. Tele- let's teleport, yeah. Well, from what you said. Exactly. Which stat are we using? Well, <laughs> well from what you said, um, he's always there. Because I said, oh, what about tomorrow? And he said, well, I'll be here anyway. So imagine there's no downtime. It's just, you're there guarding until I tell you're not going to be guarding. Um, so. <laughs> All right. So we teleport. Okay. Try. Um, I like the, what is it? Beam me up, Scotty. Is that like a word? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I will, I guess I'll attempt to use wizard again. All right. And you are attempting to transport you from you to the other side of the guard out in the woods. Well, we're trying to get inside the break in the bubble, correct? Yes. The bubble, well, if you want to. The break in the bubble is there. You could go outside of it if you so choose. If you could get past the guard. Wait, I'm sorry. I thought we were already outside when we went to the castle. No, you are inside the bubble. The castle is inside the bubble oh. as well. The bubble is over the entire city. Okay, so to investigate the other side of it, we'll be leaving, going into the woods. I understand now. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's what I would try to attempt is to get on the other side into the woods uh, using teleportation. Okay, sure. We'll put this one to the four. All right. I got a six, a five, and a three. Perfect. Go ahead and describe how this works. And I believe it had sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> um, this time... I think based oh. on sound science, actually... The shorter the distance, the higher pitch the sound needs to be, right? Oh. Shorter frequency. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this time uh, he will yes. do this. <laughs> Let's hear it up the octave. Come on. <laughs> uh, this time he will again put his arms around his friends and he will say, I want to break free. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I want to break free. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Same shower of silver sparks. And you, right now, you were 300 feet to the east of the bubble. And now you are 300 feet to the west of the bubble. And I would hopefully put us somewhere behind a tree or something so the fire giant couldn't, like, easily see us. He's facing into the town anyways. Okay. So what do we see at this point? Uh, You are in the forest. Oh, so just 
dense. That was the edge of town. Mm, it's dense forestry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Well, is considering you two know who this obsidiana is, could you do some sort of like magical tracking or sensing their, div, I don't know, odor or something? I look up from where I'm stuck on a twig. <laughs> like, <laughs> this outfit plus branches all around is is like hell. I'm like rolling in a circle like to try to wrap it around myself. Um and I'm like I can I can try. I can try dousing. What's that? Sure. I get a stick. I have plenty at hand and I put a crystal at the end of it um on the left and on the right the right of the Y. Mm. Because I'm making this up. I don't know how dousing works. <laughs> the other way around, but <laughs> yeah, so like, that's a good start. Because uh, you hold both yeah, sides. This. Sure. <laughs> Wait, you're supposed to... Okay, I've got a Y-shaped branch, and I'm holding the left and the right with my left and my right hand, and there's a crystal on the end of the Y at the longest. There we go. And um, and I say, two acetoxybenzoic acid. And I mutter my chant. <laughs> it's the name of my crystal, which is aspirin, because you know this is a willow tree, and aspirin uh-huh. was originally isolated from willow bark. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. I'm dowsing, so I got the crystal, and it's got light coming out of it because it's magic. I'm gonna need a roll. Okay, and the idea is, if this passes, it will get brighter if I'm closer to Obsidiana. And if it fails, it will get brighter for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to set it at a five. Okay. I did get a five. So that means, uh, let me read this rule here. If it's equal, you succeed and you also mark one stress. So my stress now is at two. And the GM describes something bad that also happens. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm, Something bad that happens. Uh, you get a burst of light as your dowsing rod starts to work. However, it temporarily blinds you. So you are blind for the next 10 minutes. Ooh, nice. You guys can tell this when I run into a tree (laughs) and get tangled in all of the branches. (laughs) And you guys are like, that doesn't look right. I'm like, no, no. Sibdiana's in the tree. Quick, kill the tree. And Gibby's going to rush over with his... (laughs) Rush over and stopped hammering the tree, basically, thinking that, obviously, that must be where Obsidiana is. Smash, smash. And I'm like, oh, no, because there's the sound of loud, loud smashing near me. I can't tell what's going on. And I'm like, what are you She's turned herself into a tree. <laughs> Quick, kill it. Oh, God. I'm being will... attacked by the branches. Ah. <laughs> I will um put my hand on Sadie's shoulder and be like, calm down, Guvo's having a moment. <laughs> friend friend Guvo, I do not believe the plant life is attacking us. Oh. She has she has merely been uh her her vision has been obscured. Oh uh, oh oh well I'll, I'll brush these as she leaves turns off back to, as she turns back towards you that you do see the dowsing rod light up with a bright white light. <sighs> Look. It's so bright. It's like Rudolph times a million. Ah, my eyes. Oh, it's too bright. Kill it. <laughs> no, no, no. This is how we're going to find her. Here, look. It's. It. I mean, I can't see past it. It's too bright. But is it brighter in one direction or another? No, Guvo can't yes. see. It's too bright. 
okay, I'll close my eyes and um, somebody uh, stand in front of me with the light behind them and you point the way that it's the brightest to the person who's standing behind me and you'll use my head to block the crystal's light and so none of us have to look at the crystal and and you'll steer my shoulders behind me and someone else in front of me will see where the light's the brightest. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand a word yes. of that. <laughs> Stand in front of me and point to where the light's the brightest. Okay. And Arby, you point me to where he's pointing. Very well. Okay, you'll do it. <laughs> it's a three-person task made out of a two-person task. <laughs> you spin around in a circle and you see that the light is brightest when you are facing back into the city. Mm, damn it. <laughs> but we went the wrong way. <laughs> Yay. Well, I killed well, a tree for nothing. That poor tree. Well, perhaps your giant friend could be persuaded that we accidentally ended up outside of the city. Let's <laughs> <Just> turn around. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Do you approach him again? <laughs> I mean, actually, no, because... Okay, so the the fire giant was guarding the 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 doorway essentially out, right? Okay, yes. but well, then where is that? Doesn't make sense because if he's guarding the way out of the bubble, go on. Maybe there's something that is out here that Obsidiana doesn't want people to find or see. Mm. She's got the whole city not looking at at this region right now. Right. So what are we not supposed to find here? Ah, uh, so like. Something's invisible. We are in the right place, just it's invisible or something. Well, it's just that finding Obsidiana might not be the next step. What is Obsidiana hiding from the whole town? Right. Let's find out. Yeah. GM, let me know if I'm totally off base with that, because I'm proposing we explore the woods. I know how to play yes and. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can adjust new plot points as we go. <laughs> You're very good at that. Yes. Um all right, so you're exploring the woods. How are you going to explore the woods? What are you going to do? I put the crystal back in my backpack. Uh-huh. So we can all see again. <laughs> uh-huh. And then we should look for things that are different than what we expect, because something's probably changed here. Whatever Obsidiana got up to has has changed the environment in some way. So we would normally expect, like, trees, foxes, birds, mm-hmm. bears. We might also want to look for track marks, because if... People haven't been allowed to leave this bubble. Perhaps if we see track marks, then that means someone's been here recently. Mm. What did um, Obsidiana do in the other adventures that you that would potentially have like a parallel here? A brief history on Obsidiana. Um, she was in charge of the Shadow Cabal, which are a bunch of like evil ninjas. And she attacked Norwich in his hometown. And one time she tricked the fire-breathing kittens at a convention. Anyway, she attacked Norwich's hometown and she turned into a giant black dragon Mm -hmm. and poisoned people. And the antidote was for them to eat her heart. So I killed her and cut out her heart and fed it to people so she couldn't kill them. I felt that was fair. Mm -hmm. And um, then in death, Arby encountered her and she was like, I feel bad for being evil and trying to kill people and seize power. Please take this amulet to my poor dead little sister's grave i can at least make that up to her and then so arby did and what happened well i wasn't there to witness it but if she's if her name and her presence is here it likely means she returned to the land of the living and perhaps in her dead sister's body 
Mm. Yeah, like a six-year-old's body. So you got this like formerly super powerful, like, you know, lady could turn into a dragon stuck in the body of a six-year-old. So there's some out of out of context, like like not not my character talking, but me talking. Info about Obsidiana. So what might she be up to here? Maybe some Shadow Cabal stuff? Maybe it's yeah, it's like growing power more powerful by either changing age or getting new experience or finding something to bring her former powers back. Um, but what is whether or not this, um, yeah, it's hard to connect at the moment. We've not got enough information. We should explore. Yeah. Let's what tell us about the world around us. Also, just question for clarification. Does anyone know what the necklace looks like? Oh, I wrote that down somewhere. Is that a stab? Yeah, I think so. Hold on. Specifically, do you remember the color? But while he looks, um, you are in the forest. Um, right in this area, you don't necessarily uh, see anything. It looks like a normal forest. So I, I think if you're trying to find something in uh, the big woods, you're probably going to have to come up with some kind of magical ability. Hmm. Mm. I mean, Goober is not magical at all, so. You have a one. I do have one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> And Arby's player needs to consult their notes. So I will, as a three in wizarding, mm-hmm. I will attempt to help out, even though I um, I try not to do two things in a row. That way we can rotate storytelling. Uh, and I did just do the dousing. But I will uh, give you guys some time. So I will magically... I know. How about this? Instead of dousing for where she is now, I can douse for where she has been. Ah, oh, Sure. I take a different uh, crystal. <laughs> Stick it on the end. Of the, so like give me a five. Ooh, mm. Here we go. I got a five exactly. Ooh. Oh, you get another stress. The sound is loud from this one. And now your hand, your hearing is very damaged. People are going to have to yell for you to hear them. <laughs> oh. But you have your dowsing rod. Yeah. Uh, this one has a red light. Yeah. Okay, I got three stress, you guys. So if I if I don't roll, what is it? If your total final stress is higher than the highest dice you rolled, at this point, any two on a failure will explode Ooh, me. Nice. <laughs> oh, okay. I would like to follow the crystal to where she has been. Perfect. And Arby, did you find that necklace description? I know it was silver, and I believe it was a dragon, but I can't find that written down. But I think it okay. was a dragon on a silver pendant. I'm going to make this canon. It is a silver dragon pendant with a bright red ruby in it. Because maybe uh, how it appeared in death and how it appeared in real life, your soul can look different from your body. Ta-da! <laughs> so the soul of the amulet looks slightly different from its physical form. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you follow your dowsing rod, the red light getting brighter and softer, depending on which way you turn, and you come upon a... A large tree, kind of Sleepy Hollow-esque, if you've seen that movie, um, where there is what seems to be an opening on the side that is a re- weeping red fluid. Mmm. <laughs> I found it, guys. Here we are. I sound really happy because I did a, a valuable task, but I am cheerful next to this incredibly gory tree. Goo is going to reach down and pick up, like, Scrape his finger through some of the red stuff and just taste it. What does it taste like? I knew I knew somebody would do it. <laughs> Rare steak. Ooh. Mm. Mm. 
Extra it rare. It is very tasty. <gasps> mm. Guru might save this for later. And, uh... I mean, we got to try to cook it in a frying pan, right? We got our cast iron skillet we're traveling with. <laughs> Guru always brings a cast iron skillet. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> um, I mean, it's yeah, blood. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, Guru has tasted many uh, opponents' blood in the past. Um, is it, uh, has it had any kind of recognizable taste to it? Is it of um is it more animal is it like human is it you know what type of creature are we talking here or humanoid very reptilian with a uh, a, a sour note to okay. it okay yeah mm. guru killed a giant lizard once it was quite the spectacle and it's definitely some sort of a reptile creature whether it's a uh, a humanoid looking reptile i don't know but uh, we're definitely dealing with some sort of lizard so you're looking at this tree there is a weeping wound in the side what do you do what what size is this wound like um about two feet is it very narrow like like an axe wound or it looks more like uh, something is festering the tree from within. It, the the bark is uh, a little bit broken, but it looks like just the wood is very weak and sort of spongy in that area. So, so almost like a soft spot on an apple or something. Yeah, kind of like that. Does it look like a headless horseman? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> First thought of it. <laughs> um, I would I would probably like uh, hold the rod closer to it. Does it glow brighter when I get closer? It does. Okay, all right. I show everybody this effect. I'm like, whoa, closer, brighter, further, dimmer. Mm. <laughs> like, when you do that, the tree also emits a red glow from inside the wound. Mm. Ooh. Perhaps there's something inside of it. Mm. Should I stick my hand in? Yes. You read my mind. <laughs> Arby will reach his hand in. <laughs> you encounter wood. It is slightly crumbly. <laughs> I will push through as hard as I can to see if I can get inside. Would you like a roll for that? I would say, are you trying to cut something out of this tree? How are you cutting something out of it? It is wood. Well, I was thinking because it's soft, it would be kind of like, I mean, it would be t difficult, but I was thinking it, you would just kind of like wedge my hand in there. Um, however, hmm. the only weapon I have is like an energy weapon, which is probably glammed out, but I don't want to just like, that might destroy the whole thing. Do you, does anybody have a cutting device I could borrow? Guru could try. I have a Very feeling well. I could do something when I killed that other guru. Something changed in me. I felt stronger somehow. Guru will try. I don't think it will work, but it's worth a go. And he's going to, um, in his battle jacket, he's still got um, embellished um, on the arm in rhinestones. Uh, this time, um, the kabuki mask that he won from alternate reality guru. Um, and he's going to close his eyes and then just think about that battle and put his hand into like push it as though he's pushing into like a, um, like a portal, push his hands into his arm where the kabuki mask is, grab something and then just pulls as hard as he can. And somehow he's got a samurai sword in his hand and he's like, I did it. I did it. Look, look, this is the thing that... That that other Guvo had, Garby. Do you remember? He had just a sword. This is excellent. Oh, now I'm going to try and use it. 
And Guru has no idea how to use a sword, so he's not going to be very good at this. He's just going to go. Give me a roll as this battle or wizard. Um, oh, good point. I would take you. Yeah, I'd, I'd say for battle, wizard would make All more right. sense. But yeah, let's go battle because it's better for me. <laughs> let's let's hear two dice. I'm going to put this at a four. Best is a four. So you get a stress. Um, so write that down and. What happens is you are able to chop through the soft, woody flesh of this tree. And unfortunately, you do dull your blade, and it will be unusable until you find a whetstone to sharpen it. Oh, dear. I knew I wasn't very good at this. I've already dulled it. Now it's a club. (laughs) Uh, However, as you push away the rotting, blood-soaked wood, you pull out a small hammer where the head is made of a glowing ruby. <sighs> look at this thing I found. Does it look familiar? Whoa. The the ruby does look familiar. However, I this is a very interesting hammer. I have not seen an implement like this before. Mm, me neither. What will you do now? I would like to examine the corundum. The, oh, the Corundum. Corundum. Don't begin to rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other name for oh, rubies. Okay. Okay. Yes. You examine it. What would you like to know? Mm, I'm looking for impurities in the stone. I want to look at for veins and like uh, fault lines in the crystal. And I mutter uh, to myself, <laughs> aluminum two, oxygen three, chrome. <laughs> No, it's it is a flawless ruby in the shape of in the shape of an octagonal crystal attached to a silver hammer uh, shaft. There are dragon etchings on the handle. Mm. This is very valuable, Arby. This is a flawless ruby. It it has the same markings as the amulet that I placed on Obsidiana's sister's grave. However, it was not in the form of a hammer. Is it a big hammer? Is it like a like a single-handed hammer, or is it like a two-handed hammer? No, it's it's, it's a little, like a little one. Like that. Yes, uh, like 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 a like okay, a right. But it's definitely not a weapon. It's too small. Um, can I see this hammer, Sadie? I hand it to you. Do you have uh? What's your highest stat, Sadie? Just out of curiosity. Wizard. Hmm. I wonder if perhaps this is the item that is causing this bubble and i would like to try and tap into it and see if i can turn it off so i would like to i guess using my hyperdimensional splendor investigate the power in this hammer to see if i can access it sure give me a roll we'll say it's a four all right i got a five a two and a one Ooh, i'm glad that was a five perfect you tap into the energy of the hammer and you do not feel anything related to barriers, but you do feel a glowing line attached to something back in the city. Hmm. So I, friend Guva, I feel this hammer has a connection to something in the city. Hopefully with this, if we return, we might be able to end this dome covering Nicomoy. But how do we use it? If it has a connection to something in the city, it's possible that if we move it, they'll be able to tell. We can lure him out of the city by taking this hammer and running with it far away from the city. Ah, I get it. It's like the source of their power or something. 
And if we have it, they'll want to kill us for it. That'll be fun. What would be a good location for transporting this hammer? I turn to look at you and a twig smacks me in the face and I'm like, maybe somewhere out of the woods? <laughs> do you do you think perhaps it would be rude if we brought it to the castle in the sky? <laughs> mm. Mm. They're inside the purple bubble though, right? Oh, correct. That would be not ideal. Mm. But if... <sighs> If this obsidiana is in, inside the city, we may have to go back anyway. And then we can lure her somewhere we uh, could set a trap. I think what, Frank, uh, what Sadie is suggesting is that perhaps they want us to enter the bubble. So if we lure them out, then we'd be in a more advantageous situation. Mm. But how do we get the message across? They're connected to the hammer. Oh, we're, we're right? trying to destroy it. That'll send some sort of shockwave. <laughs> okay, but not the crystal. It's too beautiful. How about this proposal? Step one, we relocate the hammer to somewhere else in the forest and see if they come. <gasps> Step two, uh, we either destroy the hammer or we enter the dome. Mm. I try to pry the crystal out of the hammer, and if I, if that doesn't get... <laughs> obsidiana to come chase me i have a ruby i like this idea <laughs> free stuff all right so i guess we would just find a walk a ways uh probably north or south away from this area and just wait to see if anyone comes looking for the hammer yeah let's like go camp in the fooby plains several days to the west <laughs> where there aren't like now that i have neutral buoyancy clothes with air planes sound like a great idea hmm do we need to go that on that note? <laughs> let's take a break while we start on a trek across the plains. <laughs> All right. This week we are joined by Sadie Duca. Bye. Uh, Guvo Strongfoot. Mm. Guvo's got a wonderful jacket on and he's very happy by that. Goodbye. And RB Atlas, who. I believe has a review in his databank for us. That's correct. Hey. <laughs> I do. Um, we have a five-star review from Connor McLeod, 86. Guvo's mission is a very honorable one. I look forward to hearing the next interdimensional frog battle. You are the champion. Thank you. Uh, and if you would like to have your review read on air, please leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. All right. See you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Today's mid-episode shout-out is, quote, Thanks to the unsung hero, Ingrid. Your hard work behind the scenes keeps our city running smoothly and it doesn't go unnoticed. End quote. You can arrange for us to read your shout-out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com. Do you know someone who might enjoy this podcast? Share it with them. And lastly, we have paperback and hardcover and audiobook adaptations of our adventures on Amazon and Audible. Thanks! All right, welcome back to this episode of Fire Breathing Kittens. I believe our team was just about to head off into the woods. So, players, go ahead and tell me how that goes. This was Sadie's thing, so go on, Sadie, give us a... Uh, where are we getting it? Where are we going again? You said somewhere. I am lifting the... You said it was a hammer? 
is a hammer mm-hmm. a hammer okay i'm lifting the hammer up to my face to carefully inspect the ruby and my friend arby said that there's a magical link between this hammer and its owner so i'm gonna try to walk with the hammer away from the city of nikimoy through the woods okay you proceed to walk <laughs> no effect I would like to exit the woods because of, as I said, neutral buoyancy clothing, twigs, bad combo. You keep going for a while. Okay. You see a black dragon fly out from near where the city is and fly overhead and disappear into the distance. Oh, God. Was that that thing you told us about? Is she a dragon? Sorry. Does the um, connection between the hammer seem to follow... Like, do I, do I still feel the presence of the connection? You gonna have to roll again. How many stress do you have? Are you gonna explode? Don't explode. <laughs> I don't actually have any yet. You guys both have one, and I've been fortunate so far. This is only a far, oh, only four. I should get close to my microphone. And I got a five. Perfect. You see that the uh, the the line of energy. Okay. You got a five, right? Yeah, five. It Wait, was only a four. It was a four. Yeah. <laughs> so you do feel that that line of energy is proceeding forward now. Okay. Okay. Uh, friend Sadie, the source where this hammer was drawing me has now passed us when this dragon passed us. So I believe, hmm, how do we feel about dragons? <laughs> <laughs> well... Ruro is related to many dragons. Maybe we could talk to it. Our dragons. Hello? Dragon. You don't Ruvo hear anything back friend. just yet. Our dragons typically oh. favorable to parlaying. Mm. Well, it worked with the dryer giant. Why couldn't it work with a giant dragon? <laughs> okay. What do you think, Arby? What do we do? I mean, I'm guessing I would have heard the tale of Obsidiana turning into a dragon and being fed to people. <laughs> so I'm guessing I would at least know that there's a connection between the two. In my experience, this Obsidiana is quite crafty and very deceptive. But in order to stop this bubble, I believe she is the source of it. So I think we have no other choice. We've got to kill it. Is that what you're saying? Not exactly. I merely mean that there is some sort of confrontation we must have with her. Mm. Perhaps mm. we do not have to kill her. Mm. But the last time you didn't kill her, she turned into a little girl. Well, that and was... now she's an evil dragon. Technically, she would have stayed dead if it weren't for my interference. Mm. So it's your fault. That's fine. Let's just kill her anyway. Dragon! And he starts waving in the air. Dragon, <laughs> over here! Uru has got a nice jacket. You see a little girl approaching you from through the woods. She has blue skin and black hair and is wearing a high-collared dress. Little girl, do you know how to call dragons out of the sky? Guru's not doing very good of a job. No, I'm scared. What are you scared of? There was a dragon. I know. I'm trying to get it down. Maybe I could I could throw you up there. It worked before. And then I you could help us. I think we should run away. But why? Because there's a dragon. Some. She, she, she looks over towards Sadie. 
Somebody talk to him. I'm pretty magical. Can I see the connection? Are you asking me or are you asking Arby? I'm asking the GM. Am I able to see the connection too or is this an Arby thing? That is Arby's spell. Okay. So she doesn't notice anything. So she would believe the little girl and try to help her. She does, however, hold a hammer with a ruby in it. Okay. Role play. I ask the little girl, what are you doing in the woods? I lost my mommy. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. That would definitely be like, I help her. Okay, I help her. I say, oh, no, you lost your mommy. Well, where do you live? I don't know. We we came out here to to mine for gems in, in, in the river, and, and I lost her. I think it's because I'm bad and I didn't ever find any gems. Oh, sweetie, we'll help you find your mommy. And here's some gems. I get a crystal out and hand it to you, and it's a clear white crystal. She looks down at it with disappointment. <laughs> um, Little brat. <laughs> I, um, what about that one? And she points at the hammer. <laughs> Friend Sadie, I do not believe anyone would have been let out of the city to search for gems. Uh, GM, is this little girl wearing an amulet on her neck? She has a high-collared dress. Uh, but I, I guess I would have to use my magic again to make sure that this is the Black Dragon or related to the Black Dragon, right? There are multiple ways you could accomplish this. <laughs> and meanwhile, because role-playing is different than who I am in real life, Sadie has handed her the hammer. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> Remember, she remember all that the hammer. and hawing? <laughs> I was trying to, how to, to understand how Sadie would act. I think like this. <laughs> she accepts the hammer and you see her features shift. She laughs maniacally. <laughs> you fool! And she spins and turns into the ground and a black shadowy vortex swallows her up. Well, that was unfortunate. <laughs> oh, why did you give her the hammer? Because she was a little girl who was sad that she loved. No, I messed up. And then oh, she starts bawling and tugging on her hair. And like, as you are watching, you do see that the edges of the portal are shrinking back towards the center. Quick, jump in the portal. I'm crying really hard. I don't know what's going on around me. I'm just like crying, wailing. Kuvo's going to grab Sadie's dress and dive both of them into the portal. Um, Arby will follow quickly after and like hope that we don't all die. <laughs> you make it through in the nick of time. Just as the portal winks out, you blink out of existence. The world goes dark. And then when you regain consciousness, you are sitting on the ground outside of Nicomoy. However, everything was very different. The sky is a burnt orange, murky color with black clouds. Uh, the world seems desolate. You, the, the forest is entirely dead behind you. Um, you know, it seems you can't see any sign of life or, you know, color anywhere. Everything is just very drab and dirty. <laughs> Where's the little girl gone? <gasps> she went through the same portal we did. <gasps> Goes going to look around frantically, trying to see if there's any tracks or obvious signs of where uh, the little girl went. Not here. You're just 
you're, you're, you're just out in the dead forest. Um, and off to your right is the, uh, entrance into this version of Nicomoy. Mm. <sighs> well, it doesn't look very nice anymore. And Gabriel's going to look around himself thinking, has he become dirty and, uh, has his outfit been ruined by the portal? Yours has not, but tell me about your oh, looking thanks. around. We're looking around in myself, did you say? Ah, okay. Yeah, so I was looking around at myself thinking, oh, I'm I going to do it, but yeah, so I'm not. Uh, Guvo is feeling better about that. He's sort of patting himself like, oh, thankfully, Guvo is still sexy. So I think we need to try and trace the little girl's steps. Arby, do you know how to track things? I do have some sense. Well, I had a connection to the hammer. However, we are no longer in possession of the hammer. I do still have my dousing rod. Ah, it was an object I made, right? So I don't have to roll again. I say with three stress. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I just take it out of my bag and I hand it to Arby and I'm like, ah, it's blinding. <laughs> uh, so I will just use it. You and try to... note, that was not me. Just so you know, she made it blinding. <laughs> I will try to follow the light in the direction of hopefully um, the little girl slash dragon. Absolutely. It, you pass uh the you're going through the town like i said it's very very drab very shadowy um and the light leads you back to the guild hall this has been quite a circuitous adventure here what what is the appearance of the guild hall i imagine it looks terrible considering everything else is kind of in a bad shape oh absolutely awful dirty dark uh the windows are all boarded up um, however, the door seems very strong, and it has a list of words carved into it on squares. I can't read. What do they say? <laughs> what do the words say? Hate, self, revenge, pride, hasty, shellfish, cruelty. Uh, selfish, not shellfish. Uh, uh, distrust. I was like, that one stands out. <laughs> no, distrust, enemy, anger, wrath. That was a lot. Uh... Are they carved into the wood of the door? Or are they just these are like on nameplates? Well, what's the? They're ca they're carved, carved, and there's sort of squares of wood around each one. Right. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. Sadie looks truly horrified at the town. Like if you've ever seen a rich person wander into the wrong part of town and look like itchy, like after you look at lots of pictures of spiders close up, like that feeling that you get that like something's crawling on you and she just like doesn't want to touch anything here and so she reads all of those words out loud because she's like trying to take in the world around her and she's like and then gm could you say them all slower sure hate <laughs> uh -huh. self revenge pride hasty selfish cruelty distrust enemy Anger, wrath. Mm. If they're all carved into the door, does it? Oh, don't ask this in my, my, my Goober's voice. Um, they <laughs> they all seem to be carved by the same hand. Yes. Okay, so it's someone's carving these negative emotions into this door. Um, are these all things that the fire-breathing kittens are? have in their own sort of personalities and they're sort of like representations of all the negative aspects of the fire breathing kittens 
who's to say mm. you're just looking at a door man oh yeah no i'm sort of <laughs> seeing if the the players can find that out um, i'm rearranging letters what does w a p h s c r e s d h rearrange to <laughs> you are asking the wrong frog i have no idea I'm terrible yeah. with stuff like that the w sticks out I heard this, uh, not joke, but like thing in D&D and it's like, or like role playing games. If you want players not to go in a door, write, um, a puzzle on it. And if you want players to go in a door, write, do not enter. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so now I'm like solving the puzzle Let's open the door. knocking on the door. Yeah. <laughs> she was going to try and give it, we'll try and open the door. But you try, you knock on it or you open it? I try and open it. It is locked. Okay. All right. Um, give going to try and smash the door open by shouldering the door okay are you trying to roll for something here um, i don't know would you like me to roll for something you okay. could try i will try i'll do battle all right it's gonna be a six. Ooh-wee. no no highest was a four okay you take one stress your shoulder is very sore right now ow that hurt my shoulder oh, however it's very locked did you touch any of the words when you did that um potentially yeah because he would just have shoulder barged into the door not yeah. really thinking of placement just in the center we're gonna say that you touched anger and you see that the wooden um the wooden carving has spun around and it now says joy <gasps> look the words changed i can't read it but it looks different what does it read <laughs> Sidney so was muttering like words to herself, like cedars, cashews. And then when the word changes to joy, she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to do all the th other things to it then. Someone do something to it. I poke it. <laughs> Which one do you poke? Wrath. It now says serenity as the wooden blocks spins around inside its holder. Mm. Poke them um, all poke um all <laughs> you can poke them all um in the same order that it was before the words now read love family justice humility reason charity compassion faith friendship joy and serenity these are other positive emotions potentially other fire breathing kittens is <sighs> types of personalities but what happens if we poke the letters again and give her a poke do you do so joy it switches back to anger oh look it's changed again this door is very confusing hmm, hmm. apparently i suck at puzzles <laughs> <laughs> i would like to poke every other word okay they flip onto their respective words well it's kind of i think the puzzle is meant to there's a combination of words that will describe potentially the the obsidiana or somebody and they obviously some are negative some are positive um what words would you use to describe obsidiana's maybe character does she seek revenge potentially because of what you did to her okay we set um, that one to revenge mm. and we set family to family because she's got a sister and we set it to hate and pride and hasty. Oh, wait, all these say, are just bad. 
I would say reason over hasty because she is very cunning. Yeah, reason, selfish. She's never done anything nice to anybody. Cruelty. I don't know. Okay. This, you guys um, pick the rest. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know about the faith. Probably faith. Distrust. Faith in herself. To be a certain, you know, to have strength in magical ways. Um, enemy. Um, uh, so the last would be joy, anger, wrath, and I can't remember what the other one was. What was the, what's the opposite of wrath? Serenity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like anger and wrath. Is she an angry character? You hear a metal clanging in the alleyway behind the uh, guild hall. Oh, uh, let's explore that. <laughs> Forget the door. <laughs> we'll come back to it. <laughs> All right. Um, how quickly there? do you go around behind there? Oh, you just march back and say who goes there? Well, I'm going to, sh to shout out from the doorway towards the alleyway. Who goes there? Is it you? What were the other it five guys' name was? Guvo. Guvo. <laughs> I'm Guvo. I'm Guvo. Oh, it's a mirror. Um, a uh, a very skinny, like emaciated frog person with a blue kabuki mask up on top of his head comes out from behind the building. He has bone spikes that protrude along his back and his shoulders. Ah, I recognize something like you you call yourself guvo what are you doing here looking for food what do you do here you definitely need a meal my friend so skinny and weak you have got no jowls at all i'll show you weak ha how about you prove that to me guvo bristles <laughs> He bristles, and the spikes protrude further from, from his back and arms. Hmm. Well, I know how this ends. Alternate guru, time to die. And I will be the ultimate guru, and I shall take your powers with me, my friend. Uh, Kubo's going to cinch up his collars uh, to, you know, really um, bring forth his power. Um, he's going to unhook his giant shield from his back slam it to the ground and puts out his large frog hand and beckons him for a battle alternate guvo uh flexes his back and a spray of bone spikes uh come hurtling toward you guvo nice um guvo's gonna um try and he just quickly blocks as best he can um, attempting to block the spines, but then also be running forward, covering That's his body, roll. basically. It is a roll. Let's go. Let's do it. What's the... Uh, what am I looking for? I'll, I'll give you a four on this okay. one. Uh, that is a six and a two. Perfect. You successfully block the bone spikes spraying towards your face. Nice. He's going to rush forward now with the spines probably launched, like attached to the shield. Um, and then just try and barrel into Skinny Guvo and um, basically try and um, pin him against a wall of one of the other buildings and push the spikes further into other Guvo. Okay, uh, five. Five and two fives, double five. Okay. So that's a stress. Uh-huh. Well, so you take stress. one stress for that. 
Um, he takes, uh, alternate Guvo takes a significant amount of damage. You do pierce his body with some of those spikes. Um, and he, he is bleeding on the ground now, but he's still up. Mm. Do you submit to me the ultimate Guvo? Weak Guvo. I'm not weak. There's just no food here. I can still take you. Ah, well, take this then. And uh, Guvo's going to pick up a shield and just smash it down on the other Guvo's head, trying to crush it. Okay. Uh, yeah, give me a five. Kentucky. The likelihood of this is very low at this point. <laughs> Don't <laughs> keep rolling see. high. <laughs> No, that is a six and a five. Oh my god, I'm so well. You successfully smash the shield down on him, and he is stunned, laying on the ground with a head wound, bleeding on onto the pavement. You, uh, he starts to say something so so quiet, you can barely hear it, but you can make out the words, "Family before faith." You are not worthy of a foe, Alternate Guvo. I expected better, but no one will be the ultimate Guvo apart from me, the real Guvo. You are the fake one. And um, he's going to let him bleed out and then grab the his uh, blue mask of, uh, off his head um, and uh, place it on his other shoulder and uh, just sort of give him a kick the dirt into his face. And hopefully this you Guvo... successfully Sorry. Yeah. Oh, you successfully take the blue mask. It is affixed to your other shoulder and you now have a bone spike ability. Oh yeah. Sorry about that everybody. I just have to deal with some business. <laughs> I'll be would understand. I just witnessed a murder. <laughs> <laughs> he would understand. Don't you skinny Guvo. Uh, skinny Guvo. Oh, I guess he is dead. He would have understood. Sadie, this is like a normal Wednesday for Guvo. <laughs> I guess it's not murder if you kill yourself. Exactly. It's just for suicide. I don't know what you'd call it. He knew the deal. He was seeking the same thing as me. This is an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for an X card. I'm like, is this going to do it? I don't know. <laughs> so let's figure out it with this uh, family before faith means here hmm well obviously they're just they're just two go on sorry well there's a door with both of those things written on it something we didn't try um if i go back over the door can i remove the can i move them or manipulate them in any other way aside from just touching them mm, you can spin them they are wooden blocks on like a peg that rotate and how many uh how many down is it two columns or is it just one oh, long line? They're sort of spattered over the surface of the door. So they're like not in any kind of order. No, I don't think it works out well because there's 11 of them. Hmm. I mean, can we set the self one to family and the distrust one to faith? Yeah, you can. All right. Does the door open? Not yet. Hmm. We need more information. Um, maybe there is a... <gasps> Another version of you, Arby, like before. Maybe they will have information. Or what if Nala is here as well? She'd give me information. Should we go and look for other people? Perhaps. Hello, anyone? I have a question. Do you have to see where you teleport, Arby? I'm not sure. I'm new to this power. 
However, I could try to use my powers to sense a location, perhaps. Could you teleport us through the wall into the guild hall? Hmm. I can try. It can't be that easy. (laughs) (laughs) That would be too easy. GM, what would be the difficulty for teleporting us into the guild hall? I mean, on one hand, we have been there before, just an alternate version. The The downside is we don't know what the configuration of the room is on the inside. Uh, six. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Obviously. Do yeah. it. Do it. You only have two stress, right? I don't have any stress, so I could potentially try this. <laughs> yeah. But I would need a six. I won't take anybody with me because that would be... Um, this is a solo mission here. <laughs> Could be too dangerous, yeah. I'll roll it. Nope. Oh. I got a one, one, and a four. <laughs> so, <laughs> so stress so point you take and a stress. A determination, right? You bounce off of the door and are flung back by a, a powerful force field. Um, and you now have a splitting headache. That was not... A good plan of action. Maybe you should have tried teleporting instead. That might have worked. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I look like really sad that I made you get hurt. I'm, uh, it's an emotional roller coaster and this is not the right side of town and everything's bad today. Giver's going to wander around the town now and just try and search out if there's any other people knocking about that sure. he, they may know or recognize. You wander about, and you see a llama person wandering around. She looks very, very sad and distraught. Her her wool is long and matted, and she can barely walk. Her hooves are uh, overgrown and uh, you know painful to walk on with how far um, with how far they've grown. She's very not well cared for, but you see her wandering around off. You know, behind an alleyway looking for food and trash cans. Did you split off from the party when you did this? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Hmm. He was going to walk up to her. um, And is it someone from the guild or is it just a random person? It is not a random person, but they are not from the guild. Yeah, I'm just checking that just in case Guva knew the name or something and recognized them. I don't believe you would. Okay. So um, she'll go over and go, excuse me. Uh, do you know anything about a door with words on it? A door with words? What? Which door? It's the one at the guild. Oh, the fire-breathing guild. Yes. That's where the queen lives. <gasps> She's made her lair there. Mm. Do, you, do you mean uh, Obsidian? Yes. What the dark you... queen. What, what, what do you know about her? She rules these lands. We all live in fear. Mm. What do you fear the most? I'm not sure. There's always just fear. Okay. Uh, here, I would like to give you some food because you clearly need it. And you will reach in and give her some fish heads that uh, Arby gave him earlier that he hasn't used. She, s- <laughs> she scarfs them down immediately. Mm. Tasty, aren't they? Yes, yes, thank you. C- can I ask you another question? Sure. Do you, what... What sort of uh, words would you use to describe Obsidian? Oh, gosh. Um, evil, powerful, um, oh my, um, irrational, Mm. beyond everything else. Mm. 
Okay. Yes. So full of hate. Mm. Hateful, yes. <sighs> but, uh, okay. But what about things? Has she ever done anything nice to anybody? Not that I know of. She's killed my entire family. Oh, dear. That's not very nice. No. Mm. Now I'm left to wander. We don't even have our farm. I can't even get rid of this wool. I fear I'll die soon. Uh, I know. You could come back with us. To the nice world. Uh, meet, come to the guild, and uh, if uh, just hang around for a bit. I'm sure it all will work out fine. Until everybody else is come. Well. You want me to come to the where, where Obsidiana is? Well, hang around for a bit. And tell everybody, go find your friends, wherever they are. She slinks away. Okay. Oh, bye-bye. Oh, dear. And he goes back to the group and says, I found another word. Apparently she's <laughs> hateful. Uh, and other words Guru can't remember. <laughs> but I don't think they were related. <laughs> so can't hate, be sure. family. I think revenge and pride are accurate. Selfish would be working. And um, she said irrational, so hasty maybe, instead of reason. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And I'm thinking we can safely say cruelty. Yep, Enemy. Definitely. Okay, so read off the list of words you're trying, and GM will describe the environment. Mm -hmm. I will try hate, family, revenge, pride, hasty, selfish, cruelty, faith, enemy, anger, and wrath. Okay, wait a second. Sorry. So <laughs> that was fast. when you hit hate and turned, you turned it to love? No, I would switch them to the ones that I'm saying specifically. If they're not the already ones. there. Because I don't remember what the original configuration was. They were all on the bad originally. Okay, so I would leave hate. I would switch self to family. Gotcha. I would switch Nothing justice happened. to revenge. Or no, it's already on revenge. Pride. Hasty, selfish, cruelty. And then I would switch distrust to faith, and I would leave enemy, anger, and wrath. Nothing happens. Hmm. So we're missing one. Maybe not. Um, maybe it's not. supposed to be joy, right? Would she feel, I guess she feels joy in... Oh, no, wait. I've been using dots to denote things, and there was a dot on my paper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is over an order, and serenity, like, she doesn't seem like a serene person, but... They do meditate and stuff, right? Like if you're part of... Yeah, maybe she doesn't have the anger and wrath. It's just, you know, being seeking power isn't always about anger. It's, you know, it could be quite, um, I don't know. It's, you don't need to be... Maybe maybe these are things you'd... I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, we'll try both. We'll leave hate. We'll have family, then revenge, then pride. Wait, you're, what do you mean by leave hate? Like it's... I'm wait, sorry. wait, no, it's like it's like a code. Do you know, like it'd be like um so you have to press them in order. Family before faith. Press family, then faith. Uh, but like buttons, like you put in like a keypad. But then you'd have to set them to the opposite before you Yeah, so basically you need to press the clear button on the door so it resets. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go and start. <laughs> I think we're standing outside their door fiddling with it for a bit too long. We should step away before they notice what we're doing. But maybe we want their attention. So like challenging them at their front door is what they like. That's our goal, too. So maybe Sadie says, 
nobody's coming to check why we're fiddling with their front door lock for a really long time, she says to you guys. They must really trust that this will work. And you know, so far that makes sense. <laughs> Perhaps we need to knock. We have knocked. <laughs> and bang. Loud, louder. And teleported. <laughs> uh, Gura, I think Gura's just going to do what, what, I, what I was thinking. Um, he'll turn everything back to their negative aspects. Um, he'll press, um, he'll press the ones that relate to family and faith or whatever the opposites were. What was it? Um, um, distrust. So he'll press distrust, then self, because that's family before faith. No, sorry. Sorry. He'll do family. So he'll press self, then he'll press distrust. Now, what were the order of the, did the Lama person say? Does anyone remember? Because hate was the last thing they said. Um, no so then maybe reason. so hasty might be before it yeah so then he'll press hasty um then press hate no okay well since they're not coming out and we're not going in do you want to see if um your what's your favorite store you want to go shop mm, a shopping episode part two <laughs> let's do it we could get rubbish clothes this time we can get a garbage bag to wear she and then a so trash sad. can lid she's just sadder and sadder like the ears are getting like less and less horizon parallel and more just drooping back <laughs> to the ground <laughs> yeah, and then you could says. wear the trash bin and then we could put <laughs> trash on top of you then you'll fit in perfectly great <laughs> and she trudges towards the trash shop yeah here's some mud to help Splat. Oh my gosh, on her floating white dress? Really? Now you fit in perfectly. She's so sad. (laughs) Inside the shop, you see someone that you recognize. There is a very old, skinny dwarf. However, he is a bit zombified right now. You see bits of flesh falling away from him. You know, he's he's sort of decomposing. (laughs) A lot of illness. Is this Gervasio Flamini? Yes. Oh, Gervasio. Yes? Have we met? Oh, that's not the voice. Have we met? (laughs) You look quite ill. Are you okay? Well, this is what happens to people here. You live long enough, you fall apart. What are you going to do? Good point. (laughs) Uh, Well, Gervasio, we have a problem. Do you know the guild hall? Yes. Well, we can't get into it. We're very confused by the the door. Uh, We're trying to work out things that would describe the evil witch inside of it. Well, that makes sense, I believe. She's trying to keep you out. We've all got problems. Look at me. I'm falling to bits. Mm, Good point. Well, to haste this conversation so you don't decompose before we finish it... um, (laughs) I will give you the list of things, and you tell me which ones are the nicest ones that make the most sense. How about that? I think not. Why should I give you the the keys to the queen? She'll kill me. Well, we won't tell what her you What have you ever done it. for me? Uh, we... What do you want? And Guru He looks st- down at sorry. himself again at his rotting flesh. <laughs> you gonna... think you could fix this? Uh, and Guru, was, was it going to attempt to pull down his... Uh, shoulder again and be like oh not that way off again 
Oh, Sadie, this is for you, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. I take out my healing crystals. And I don't know what would be the best one for this. Well, you got a lot of rotten flesh medications. Um, <laughs> like, uh, really like an antibiotic, right? Because your skin is exposed, but I don't have that on me. So I guess I'm really, all right, I got a, I got a good, all right. N-phenyl, N-1-2-phenylethyl, piperidin, foral, propanamide. Because when you got this level of damage, you need a really strong painkiller. So I hold forward a crystal to the person. Give me a roll. We'll make this with a four. I'll take pity on you. (laughs) No, you don't have to. I want to completely heal them. I wanted a strong impact. I want to change their life. I don't want to just, like, give them a painkiller. I want them to be cured. Five it is. Yes. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. 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 Sadie explodes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Sadie explodes and reappears at the college errand. Well, darling, how did that go? Uh, 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 I look around and then I look at Kitchy and I'm like, my friends are in another world. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think I have to go back to the tree in the forest to wait. No, the dragon portal. Oh, no. Because you're not going to come back. <laughs> I'm stuck in another world without my friend. Well, I'm stuck in the main world. My friends are stuck in the other world. <laughs> Reverse isekai. So <laughs> I'm stuck in my own world. <laughs> so GM, how? What would be the difficulty for me to try and open a portal to her, even though I don't know where she's at currently? <laughs> Five. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna. If you explode and join me, then it'll just be Guvo who's isekai. <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna try it. I'm going to try it, and I'm going to spend a determination to bring it to four four dice. No, you should just explode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could still explode on four dice. (laughs) I don't think he only has... He only has one stress, right? Yeah, I have one stress. You have to roll all ones. ones. (laughs) You could do, but... Why are you spending your determination if you have one stress? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm still down. (laughs) I didn't... Is a four. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) A four, four, a three, and a one. So you're very unlucky. So yeah, that does not work. Uh, you you halfway open a portal and you open it under um, a someone's bathtub and a <laughs> bunch of dirty bath water falls on your head. So you gain one stress and one determination from failing. But since your total final stress wasn't higher than the highest dice you rolled, you don't explode. Like, I rolled a two, a two, and a one, and my stress was three, so it seems like my determination and stress both reset to zero. Gosh darn it. They did. Oh, God. <gasps> Sadie's exploded, and you're covered in water. Oh, God, this is terrible. Or, wait, did you want that to happen? Yes. Oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, person I can't remember the name of. Uh, Felici, um, do... Gervasio. Gervasio. That was it. I'm sorry. My mind is scattered a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Not as scattered as mine, which is all over the room. <laughs> uh, well, we tried to heal you. I could give you some food. Would that help? Maybe. He will take your food, but he is still a zombie. Uh, well, you are now a less hungry zombie. 
Wait, do you want brains? <gasps> brains. We can get brains from somewhere. Some stereotypes are hel- are hurtful. Oh, I'm sorry. I would just. Oh, I, oh, yes. What about frog brains? You guys are all covered in Sadie. <laughs> Frogs don't have brains. <laughs> you just have many. Ooh, let's, let's just let's just be realistic. This game is very. Um, this game is very Sailor Moon. You did not explode into guts. You exploded into shower of glitter. Okay, okay, okay. It's beautiful. I was going to say, because there's brains right here. <laughs> Let's be resourceful. Would you like some glitter? There's some remaining on the floor. Oh, I guess I, that's yours already. Oh, what am I doing thinking? Oh, be help. I say I we, think you better get your friend. I say we go bust this door down. We tried that. <laughs> I hurt my shoulder we, over it. Maybe we open another hole. I don't know. Oh, God. Our friend just exploded. We got to do something. (laughs) Sadie, what are you doing? Oh, hyperventilating and crying, probably. I mean, she just failed so hard. She reset back to the wrong world. (laughs) That's never happened before. Oh, no one's ever done that yet. Oh, nice. Yeah. No. It's the portal, really, that's stopping me from going and rejoining my friends, because... Oh, I still have a crystal that takes me to Obsidiana. I hold it up. Where does it point? Um, Back towards the woods where you were before. I got to go find my friends. So I, I gather myself and Kitchy probably mocks me or I don't know. Who knows what Kitchy would do? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I head back towards where the crystal is pointing me towards the woods because follow the yellow brick road. There is still a shadow portal. Oh, hmm. Okay, there is still a portal. Hmm. We were stuck in that world. Is there anything I can bring with me from mine, I'm thinking to myself, that could help? I'd like to do a magic roll. Okay. Because I have no stress anymore. (laughs) Yes. All right. So my role is I want to know if there's... uh, I I got another crystal on the dousing rod. And I want to know if there's any item... Or, like, helpful clue in this world that I could bring with me back to my friends. And you're dowsing for it? Yeah. Give me a four. Okay, I'm going to roll three dice here, and I got a five. Okay. Uh, your dowsing rod lights up and points you to a, nearby, um, to a nearby barn. I approach the barn on the road part, respectively, a little worried, not sure who to greet. It looks to be abandoned. I walk more confidently with no people to be afraid of. <laughs> and I go in the barn, if possible, by opening the door, the big main front door. Yes, you follow your dowsing rod, and it leads you to a table full of, um, like, farrier's tools. There's, you know, clippers and shears and hook trimmers and all that kind of stuff. I use the light in the darkness of the abandoned barn to shine my way to a... To, to, to that table with the tools. Bunch of tools. I put the bunch of tools in my book bag. It's heavy. Oh, God. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I got a bunch of tools, guys. I'm coming. <laughs> yes. You now have hoof trimmers, um, shears, and clippers. I jump into the portal. You reappear outside town on the Shadow Realm. I start walking <laughs> towards town. Okay. You rejoin your friends, I assume. Oh, yeah. You guys at the front door still? Yeah, we're still talking to the guy. Ah, okay. Talking to uh, Gervasio. Gervasio. I need to write it down. Okay, <laughs> you're still there. Okay, I go back there, and I'm like, Hi, Gervasio, don't worry, I'm fine. Nothing oh my God. bad. 
happened? What happened to you? <gasps> you exploded. And now you're here. Ar- Arby is still like brushing bits of Sadie off of him. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, this was, your return was unexpected. And very quick. My crystal tiara has six crystals in it now. Yeah, that's how many lives you get. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> For this piece of jewelry, yeah. Um, and so like maybe we can put on a new piece of jewelry. Like we'll respawn in there and then like put on a new jewelry. But I'd be like, I think this tiara saved me. Whew. Well, it's a good thing you're not dead, <gasps> because we really don't know what we're doing in here. What did you bring with you? Anything? I take out a hoof cutting tool. Which is like a wire cutter, but like curved. <gasps> Wait, I know what to use that on. The, the, the llama person. They had very long nails. And maybe you could use it on yourself as well. Those long nails don't really suit you. <laughs> I, still oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> cool. Back. Wait, oh, would, I like wouldn't they be short nails. again since you're like in a new body? Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it does reset your stress. Yeah. All right. Oh, my nails are back to normal. Darn. How will I open letters? Anyway. <laughs> so, but before we ferry that hoof, I would like to try to heal, fully heal this person. Because in my world, they're my childhood friend. <gasps> Gervasio Flamini. Oh. So I look at them with compassion in my eyes and I say, but I can't bear to see Gervasio like this. First, wait, llama person. I'll deal with that later. I I'm curious, but first, and I'm going to roll three dice. This time, I give them twice the dose. (laughs) Jim, I got a six, amongst other things. Hey. Perfect. Go ahead and describe what happens. The crystal explodes in a billowing dust of dangerous, toxic, powerful opioid, and the person uh, doesn't feel pain, and this allows their body to heal itself, because they were uh, magic hoo-ha, blah, 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 and then homeopathy, and then he's fixed. (laughs) Yes, he is completely intact. He looks down at himself and stretches his joints. He's still old, but he's he's he feels younger than he has in centuries. And he looks at you with tears in his eyes and says, Thank you. I never thought I'd feel this way again. Let me tell you my secret. Whenever you're in doubt, just remember to keep faith before your sense of reason. Oh my gosh, this is an order. We're going to have to do all these in order. That's Family fun. before faith before reason. <laughs> That's all right. We, you can know where we're headed next. Well, my goodness. All right. So you look like a dear friend of mine. I'm glad I was able to help you. I'm glad too. Do you know me? No. There's no parallel Sadie to kill. Maybe I blew her oh. up. <laughs> that would have been fun. <laughs> uh, let's go and help the llama person now. All right. You've got the clippers. Okay. Google's going to run around town shouting. Uh, llama person llama's person where are you I, I can help you now eventually you do find her digging around in a trash can in the alley i brought you some nail clippers you can look nice again she uh holds out her hooves uh Goover would attempt to do this apologies if i cut off your foot <laughs> just, just click she's very nervous click 
as, as carefully as he can. The hooves are successfully trimmed. Look, and nice she, she, she walks a little bit better, but still not completely better because of the long matted fur. Mm. I, oh, I have that tool too, right? No, farrier's tools. I don't. You do. I do? Okay, I got yeah, shears. Yeah, it was in the list. Oh my God, you I have shears too. Google, okay, you have shears. yes. <laughs> oh, and I can cut the hair as well. Uh, once again, I'm sorry if I cut off your limbs. Snip, snip, snip. Ooh, that tickles. <laughs> Good. Better than it hurting. Snip, snip. Suddenly she can walk freely. She is able to run and tells you that she is going to escape town. And she wants to thank you. And she wants to tell you that love before everything is the best way to live. Friend Lama, before you run off, has any place ejected you recently for your appearance? Ejected me? Whatever do you mean? Has anyone turned you down or shut you out of a place because cause you were, your appearance was shabby? Well, there's not much place to go here, but I think we all feel a little shabby sometimes. Well, they, they made a mistake. Oh, thank you. You look fabulous. I'm just glad I can walk. Now I won't starve to death. Have some fish heads. That will help. She takes your fish heads. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty. Okay, I think we hopefully have enough clues now. Well, we've only got four. There's 11, so we've got four. So I'm just like looking. I'm just like, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm glaring. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think, I, I'm i sorry. I think Guvo had the right idea. I think we only need to switch three. Yeah, it's like a key. No, no, no. Because we, we have family before faith. We have love before everything. And faith before reason. So that's five that we got to switch. But the rest, I think, stay the same. Because the base, the neutral setting was all evil. I think we have to press them in order. Exactly. And there's 11. That's no. my guess. I think we just but, need to press um, the, the, the ones we have. Because we've got three clues, three people. So it would go love, family, faith, reason, love. Sorry, love, family, faith, reason. Um, because love before everything just means it's the first one. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, if we just do love, family, faith, reason, try that first before we start looking around and then go from there. Okay, let's try it. I go back to the door. I mm -hmm. smack the love button. And it glows blue. <laughs> it glows blue. And then I smack the family button. It glows blue. Oh, and then I smack the faith button. It glows blue. I smack the reason it goes blue and the lock clicks Yay. open. Yay. The GM was like, I'm done with this puzzle. <laughs> no, we there were only ever that many. <laughs> I told you it was solvable, people. Yeah, <sighs> we did it. Moving on. We're not going to do this again. <laughs> that was good. I liked it. I like that. It's, it's good to design new puzzles instead of just stealing ones. So that's good. Yay. Yeah, that was good. I could tell. Oh, no, I stole this one. It was on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Through the door. You open the door and you find uh, the, the Guild Hall great room. Um, very similar to how you remember it, but very boarded up. Obsidiana, show yourself. Perhaps she, she does not respond. Perhaps mm. we should go where Nula Sag's quarters were. Did he, did he stay in the Guild Hall? Nobody lives in the bar. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> lives in the bar, okay, guys? <laughs> Anyone who sleeps here is sleeping in your traditional bar it has a counter for beer and stuff and chairs to sit and drink the beer at 
I thought we established there's a bunch of rooms upstairs. Oh my gosh. Okay. An office for the manager on the second floor, maybe. <sighs> is there, there was a basement? Very different than I imagined. It. I thought it was like a six-story building. Oh my god. <laughs> there was a there was a basement full of possums at one point. Yeah, there's a basement full of possums and a second floor office and okay, and it's, it's a mansion and everybody has a room and we all it's live definitely in the place we canon <laughs> that Aaron's room with his big water vat thing was in the guild hall. Yes, on the second floor. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just okay, it's fine. It's fine. I know you really want this to just be a bar. You keep fighting us on it. We live here. This is our home. <laughs> I think we should recruit the possums. Where do you live at? They'll help us. <laughs> okay. So we go to the second floor of no, 10, the I guess. <laughs> to the basement. We'll go to the basement. Possums, show yourself. Call to arms. You find a room full of snakes in the basement. Oh, we can't call them to arms. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> uh, this is a good pun. <laughs> the possum family has been overthrown by snakes. How unfortunate. <laughs> oh, well. To the upstairs. Now we need some monkeys. <laughs> yes. Take the elevator. <laughs> to the elevator. Okay, we take the elevator and it goes doon, 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 doon. It's quite long just yes. going up two floors, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, it opens. You see the door to Nula Sag's office. No answer. Barge, barge, smash. Mm, are you trying to break down the door? Okay. Give me a give, give me a battle roll. Like we'll say this is a four. Nope. I rolled two threes, which means Guvo explodes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no! <laughs> a lovely rhinestone heart. <laughs> oh, Guvo. Good luck. Oh, Guvo. Why? Why are you back here already? <laughs> oh, I'm here again. Look, I... Wait a minute. Why am I here? Oh, Because you failed, darling. Oh, God. Well... I guess I'll just hang out here then. You got any nice drinks? So while no. that's happening, can I just try the door handle? <laughs> sure. I'll open it. Okay, it opens. <laughs> Is anybody inside? Yes. Sitting in a trance, you see a 30-something woman um, with blue skin and dark hair surrounded by candles. I do like candles. What type of candles are they? Black candles. Whoa. It takes a lot of dye to get black. I respect that. Unless she didn't make them herself. And then I'm like, you got money. Mm. I mean, she's wearing a like strappy black uh, gown that looks very expensive and has a silver and ruby pendant on her on her chest that looks very expensive. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I got to help out class this joint up with her. You know, she's adding candles. She's adding a great dress. She's sitting in this mangy office. Gosh, I'm going to put some crystals. Like, if it's a pentagram, I'm going to bedazzle it. <laughs> got to help <laughs> a girl out. <laughs> okay. You go right ahead and do that. I'd like to roll a wizardry roll to unintentionally mess up her magic. My character is trying to help. <laughs> the player's not. Okay. Give me a four. Okay. <laughs> One, one, five. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. You succeed. You are sitting around, um, you are sitting around, uh, the crystals and you knock over one of the candles, which does go out. It does not start a fire. Um, however, Obsidiana awakes from her trance 
uh, and sees the 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 three of or two of you standing around. <laughs> yeah. What a lovely spread you have here. I just thought I'd bedazzle it a little bit. Um, and then she remembers she's talking to a person, like their eyes open, and she's like, um, and then she's being glared at, and it's just like the, the awkward. Number. Um, I'm sorry. Obsidiana draws daggers from some of the pockets on her dress. I'm so sorry. GM, do I happen yes. to see the hammer or the amulet anywhere, like within sight? You definitely see the amulet. It is on her chest, and there are black streaks of rot there's where it seems to be attaching into her skin. And I don't see that, but I don't see the hammer anywhere. Um, the hammer is in front of her on the ground in the circle of candles. I want to try and use my powers. Well, if I get a chance to act before she does, I would like to try and use my powers to teleport the hammer into my hand. Give me a five. Okay. Mm. I am going to use another determination for this. <laughs> okay. I got a six. Perfect. Go ahead and describe what happens. Um, I was trying to think of something clever, but I just go, come to me. <laughs> and then I, I summon the hammer into my hands <laughs> using uh, transdimensional frequencies. Perfect. Um, it, it comes right to your hand and you now have the hammer. What do you do next? Keeping my, in mind that she has drawn her daggers and is advancing towards you both. Sadie is desperately cleaning the candle that she spilled, rubbing at the wax on the floor, and she's knocking over like a whole bunch more stuff as she's like panicking. You know, <laughs> I mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. I think her floating because she like got her mud free. Thank you very much. <laughs> neutral buoyancy gown with all of the it's like gauzy and it's floating it's definitely floating into one of the other candles and catching on fire i think sadie is catching herself on fire and then she realizes that she's on fire she doesn't stop drop and roll uh she screams and she runs and she's running straight towards obsidiana and this is a battle roll for head bumping into like when two heads collide and it hurts very badly um she's gonna take as much damage as obsidiana but she doesn't (laughs) we'll give you a four on this one i'm gonna roll one dice if obsidiana takes damage i do too and i'm on fire (laughs) that's a one (laughs) okay (laughs) you bang right onto you you trip and you bang your head on obsidiana's knee (laughs) and she is fine and looks at you in disgust as she advances uh towards arby and she hisses, give that back. <laughs> Can I tangle her? You want to do another battle roll? Yeah. Um, All right. I'm on fire. So now I'm stop, drop, and rolling. <laughs> and my goal here is to delay her motion towards Arby to give him two turns in a row. I would like to petition for a four on a battle that yeah. I still. Um, yeah. I got a, four. a stress and a determination. <laughs> so I'm going to spend my determination because I know that those now explode with me. So I'm going to roll two dice. <laughs> Okay. Arby, if I succeed, you get two turns. That was a four. Okay. So I yeah. took a second stress. And yes. <laughs> and I have... The fire continues to creep up your up your robe. You are burning up, but <laughs> you successfully tangle her up and make her trip. <laughs> burning together, lady. <laughs> Going down, down. <laughs> okay. Right. So... Arby, what do you got? I know what I want to try and do with this hammer, but... 
I'm wondering if I should try something before that to try and make it easier to get to. I want to hit that amulet with the hammer. But I feel like if I could try to, like, stick her in a portal so she's, like, halfway in something and halfway out, maybe then I could get to it easier. Or if I should just swing mm-hmm. and hit. So, but, because I roll better on magic. And if I can yes. find a way to make it easier to hit her amulet, that yeah. would be helpful. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going to try to open, like, just a shallow portal so that she'll, like, be halfway stuck in it. So her torso's up out of the floor so that I can, like, hit the amulet better. All right. Uh, give me a five. Uh, I rolled a four. Ah. Uh, so that's a stress. Your, yes. Your portal... And a determination. Does, right. Yep. Your portal actually opens up under Sadie, and she is now halfway <laughs> oh, no. stuck out of the floor. <laughs> <Poor> Sadie. <laughs> so then I... I since I have two turns, I will use the determination, and I'm going to try and swing at this ha- this hammer at the amulet and see if I can hit it. So All right, three uh, dice. Give me a, give me, give me a five. Okay, I got a three, a two, and a one. Oh wow! <laughs> I explode. <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my stress was three. <laughs> the hammer drops to the ground as you explode into uh the um shower of glitter Sadie, it's up to you wait your stress was three and you got a three a four and a five yeah no, one two oh. three if your final no, it was total it was one two three uh okay if your total final stress is higher than the highest dice you rolled okay so you oh, did not explode okay yet. good good not good. yet <laughs> okay you're still here you are still here but you failed the roll uh your stress now becomes four um do i I still get another determination though right uh uh-huh okay and what bad thing could happen to you (laughs) um i could still drop the hammer i'm not gubo's got an idea gubo give me something what happens to him Um, yeah so gubo thinking well he needs to get back somehow um he's not getting much out of uh kitschy so um he's gonna use his magic finally and he thinks himself wait a minute there's another gubo in that world and if I create a mirror and I do the same pose as that Guvo, I could swap places with him. So he's going to attempt to mirror the dimensions and use that as like a portal to step step through the mirror by uh, creating like a duplicate pose as though, I don't know, I mean like that you swap places because of the pose you're in, because of the mirror. Sure. Ooh. Give me a four. He's got one die. We'll see. Oh no! With two, where? <laughs> okay, so you could still you could go walk back to the original portal. You very much could. You can rejoin it anytime. Guru doesn't walk places. Oh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> As he sort of imagine he head bangs his mirror and he's like, "Damn it, that didn't work." I have to walk. Uh, and Guru's gonna. No, he went. No, Guru could fly. And Guvo is going to dive off the castle um, and try and uh, imagine uh, because of how Sadie got back in, going to this uh, little shack thing, uh, Kitchi could tell him potentially. Uh, so Guvo is going to jump from it and try and land through, smash through the top of the building and into the portal and bounce out. I will take it. You go right ahead. <laughs> I just want the party back. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to do this. Try. He's going to try and do this very sexily. 
Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah. He's going to drop his shoulder. Yeah, he's got that going. And he's going to try and land yeah. uh, belly first like this. Whee! Off the castle. Uh, Perfect. You appear back in the uh, in the FBK guild area. Okay, so give it a belly flop through the 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 uh, the smashed through the uh, the cabin goes through the pool, flies up. And he goes, "Oh my god, that works so well." Guvo has a better idea. I know how to get there even quicker. So Guvo is going to sprint as fast as he can, which is quite slow for him. Um over to the um guild hall and he's going to Kool-Aid man himself through the window <laughs> of the um the uh, the office basically. Um by diving, jumping, because he's a frog, jumping and smashing through the window of the uh, the office. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid style. <laughs> sure. I feel like this is a battle yeah, role. Yeah. yeah, give me a four on that. Oh, I've got a determination as well. I think I'm going to use that determination because of the last fail to roll three. Yep. So that's a three, four, and a five. Perfect. So you smash through and you are now in the room in the thick of things. Oh, yeah. Guvo's here to kill. <laughs> he sees Sadie on the second in the, floor. He sees Sadie in the floor, realizes that Arby isn't there, and is like, "You killed Arby. You're going to die with this." And no, I didn't. We, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I did. That's fine. So he sees you there anyway. No, he just dropped the hammer or okay. something. We didn't decide. Guvo's uh, gonna use now his new spiny ability. Um, he sort of. Thinks the same thing he did last time. He's going to push, he's going to pull into his new Kabuki blue mask. Um, and as he sort of like touches it, like slaps it onto his shoulder, massive spines come out of his body and he's just going to rush towards um, the um, Obsidiana and just try and belly flop her with all the spines on top of him. Sure. Go ahead and give me a, uh, a battle roll on that. We'll make it a four. Nope. That is a three and a one. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that does not work. You miss and uh, you roll off to the side um, and Obsidiana scoffs oh, at you. I'm not used to this spiny ability. I'm stuck in the floor. He's sort of wiggling like, come get out. So what bad thing happens to Arby back from his roll? Um, I think he just dropped the hammer on the floor. I think that's all we... I mean, I, I was hoping uh, Guvo would come up with something fun, but uh, <laughs> that's what we got. I tried. So the hammer is on the floor. Uh, Sadie is in the floor. Um, and then Arby and Guvo are both in the room, but somewhat down. I'm trying to remember how in the movie Jumanji, they got out of the floor. <laughs> right? Wasn't there earthquake. like some quicksand floor? That- <laughs> I believe it was an earthquake that split the house in half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they were like half in the floor mm-hmm. and I think someone like reaches and pulls them out. So, right? Like it's not like they crawl mm-hmm. out. Like they crawl. Because right, it's um, Robin Williams is in the floor. <laughs> He's um, then the earthquake breaks it apart and he sort oh. of like falls down to the lower floor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. So all I need to do is destroy the second story of the guild hall. <laughs> And we can fall down to the first one. Perfect. And then that works perfect for you as well, because then there's never a second story anymore. It's just a bar. (laughs) (laughs) 
Only in this multiversal <laughs> dimension. Two, four, six, try nitrotoluene. And I'd like to roll a wizard roll. Okay. Give me a four. Two, two, one. <laughs> It's not your day. <laughs> we were rolling so good before we actually had to do anything that mattered. <laughs> so you were trying to blow up the floor, right? I was. Um, instead, you blow out the window or the wall that has the window in it, and there's now a gaping hole to the outside. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Come on, I'll be something. Help us. Uh, Obsidiana... Uh, throws one of her daggers at you, Sadie. Oh, yeah, I can't dodge. I'm like half in a floor. I just take it. <laughs> you take some damage. It's in your shoulder now. Ah, I think I pass out. Ruined your dress. So, <laughs> seeing that this isn't working so far, Arby has seen how duplicitous Obsidiana is, and he decides to try and change his tactics. He's going to pull his, like, suit open just a little bit more to, like, expose more of his chest. And he's going to look at Obsidiana, and he's going to say, These fools are incompetent. I can't stand this group anymore. I think I want to join you, Obsidiana. I no longer want to be with the fire-breathing kittens. And I would like to roll a sexy roll to try to <laughs> distract her so that maybe someone else can grab the hammer and smash her amulet. Okay, give me a four. <laughs> I only have one die, but I'm going to use my determination again. Mm. Okay, <laughs> go right ahead. A six. Yay. A six and a she three. She goes for it. She walks towards you and says, yes, yes, join me. Everyone should join me. These fire-breathing kittens are so basic, and you're so sensuous. <laughs> Acidic? <laughs> Guvo, what do you got? Um, Guvo needs help. Uh, clearly, he's seeing his friend Arby uh, um, leave the kittens, and he's getting confused and angry at this point. But then he remembers, wait, I have a friend. A friend could help me. I can use I can use a mirror portal to bring my friend here. I will do this. And he's going to try and bring through, um, he's going to create a mirror um, in a, in next, uh, sort of like um, next to him on the wall. And then he's going to remember thinking about um, his uh, fire giant friend and thought, I'm going to bring him through the mirror to help because obviously he's a great wrestler why would he help me um so he's gonna create the mirror and then remember his friend and try and create a mirror so those he can step through those mirrors and hopefully could coerce him to come and help us um or at least squish obsidiana just by being so massive and maybe fall on top of it i don't know <laughs> whatever he's got at sure uh this is a magic roll give me a cool. five use my determination to get two dice Come on, please work. I like that, that his name is Neeridge. Four and a and, three. Oh, God. his name is Neeridge. Does that help at all? Does it help bring him near? <laughs> <laughs> um, you open a portal, and instead of uh, bringing your friend in, you bring a wasp nest from the forest. <laughs> no. There are now wasps in this room. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Ah, well, they're stinging me. No, you bad, naughty wasps. Away with you. <laughs> All right. So 
I'm sorry. Sadie, do you have any? The dice are really bad right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm probably woken up from being passed out from the dagger in my shoulder by these wasps. So that's actually really good. <laughs> stinging you. It's so helpful. <laughs> I'm half in a floor. Wait. Yeah, you are. I was passed out. I fell through the floor. I'm in the first story, right? From passing out? Yeah, I wasn't holding on anymore. Oh, no, you are in the, like, so your waist is here. Yeah. And there's wood all around, and you are stuck in a floor. Oh, I don't have to hold on. Okay. No. Huh. How are my toes? Uh, Hanging down into the first story. Sweet. There's a bar down there, but it's got nobody in it. Can I kick some alcohol? I just like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you oh. can reach the top shelf, yes. Yes. I kick it. Uh, that's satisfying. I don't know if I can tell. Do I hear the distant breaking of a whiskey bottle? But I'm I'm enjoying this. Okay, I yes. I can picture myself now. That makes sense. Well, I'm pretty magical. I wonder if I can do something about this. I got battle one, sexy two, wizard three. Hmm. Let's do a magic. Okay. Handy dandy backpack is halfway through the floor with me, right? Sure. With all the crystals. And that means all the crystals are touching one another and squished together. So if I, like, try to move forward or back, I'm rubbing the crystals together, right? Sure. Okay. Some of these crystals are a little bit explosive. And I imagine that others are, like, filled with electricity. And it's sort of like touching batteries together. You Did you know that you can burn your house down if you have loose batteries in a drawer? Yeah. If they, yeah. Yeah. If they, like... The positive and the negative ends like touch one another. So I'm squirming in the, I'm kicking whiskey bottles. Mm. And I'm like moving back and forth and, and the crystals touch one another. And I'd like to roll a magic roll to see how big the explosion is. And my proposal for the GM is if I fail here, I get blowed up. <laughs> like, sure. I'm going to set this as a four. Okay. And if I succeed, I would like everyone in the room, including Obsidiana, to be knocked to their Batuses. Yes. And if I fail, I get put up and I <laughs> respawn. <laughs> okay. I got a six. Hey. You successfully do it. You blast a giant hole in the floor. <laughs> Everyone falls through to the bar area underneath and they are knocked on their butts. Ow. What did you do, Sadie? <laughs> I party foul, I guess. <laughs> mm hmm. There's debris crumbling down. You do hear a sharp ding as the hammer strikes the ground near near you. That's all I'll be doing. I guess I'm going to grab the hammer and try to strike this amulet again. Is that something I can do in one turn? Yeah, why not? I Let's hope I roll. You said a five before, I think, right? Yes, a five to destroy the amulet. <sighs> I don't have any determination, so this is just two dice you can also think about how you're doing this you can be creative <laughs> <laughs> sexily destroy that amulet <laughs> what well i would need to use magic if i wanted to you already got close it. to her oh. <laughs> uh, yeah but i only got i mean i was i was thinking magic but <laughs> yeah. like instead of using your hand could could you telekinesis it over there i don't know um i got an idea I'm going to, using the fact that I tried to seduce her a little bit, I'm going to run over like I'm concerned. Oh, Obsidiana, I'm not going to grab the hammer. I will magic the hammer into my hand as I'm, like, trying to care for her and then smash the amulet. 
That way, a, uh, a, a wizard roll. Yeah, that's vicious. Nice. I got two twos and a four. <laughs> you're, you're killing me. <laughs> I can't help it. I just want to smash my ambulance. <laughs> okay, Guvo's seen this. Is is thinking clearly? Arby's trying to do something here. Guvo needs to help. He's gonna, uh, as he's grabbing the hammer, trying to hit it. He's gonna rush over and. Um, spine himself again he needs practice with this new ability and he's going to try and spine on top of belly flopping on top of the amulet and try and smash smash through uh doing basically what arby's doing just from above you know, splat and try and um, destroy what he was trying to do like trying to destroy with the spikes yes basically yeah yeah okay well what was uh, arby's trying to use go- the hammer to destroy the crystal right yeah destroy the um, amulet right, okay okay so he's going to run over and just basically do the same thing uh try and yeah, he's gonna grab it and just try and smash it onto the floor. Uh, he's so he's gonna grab the amulet like from her chest and try to smash well, it. He's gonna grab the hammer and just try to hit her in the chest. I imagine to smash, smash it like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Yeah. I yeah. understand. All right, so that's a battle roll, uh, and the and the DC is five. Yeah, boy, that is a six and a five. Perfect. You grab up that hammer, you smash it down under her chest, and a it it crumbles into pieces as a bright red light flashes blinding everyone momentarily before a uh like tendrils of shadow erupt out of her chest and overtake everyone in the room leading you back to sunny nikamoy Uh, it worked are you okay my friends I am well. However, I think I need to get my ocular implants checked. (laughs) Yes, quite right. (laughs) Sitting in front of you is a six-year-old girl with remnants of a... um, Her high-collared dress has a hole burned in the front of it, um, and remnants of her amulet are scattered on the floor in front of you. She... She does something that looks like she's trying to throw powerful magic at you, and nothing happens. Mm. Ah, we have bested you, little girl. I suspect you should just leave and forget everything that happened here. Maybe go and live a normal life with the parents or something. I don't care really anymore. Just get out of the town. (laughs) You fools! I'll have my revenge! Good luck with that. And she runs away because you're letting her go. Okay, you let her go? Yeah, because like, I feel like Sadie thinks she's a good person. Okay. Why? All right. (laughs) Why does she think that? (laughs) And I'm so sorry about the damages to this bar. I'll pay for it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's gone. She's Obsidiana is loose in the world oh. now. Magicless, but still pretty pretty aggressive. It was so adorable when she tried to magic us that I forgot that she stabbed me. <laughs> like <laughs> she went rawr and it failed. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> oh Lord. Alright. I think that wraps up our adventure. Um, thank you for joining us, everyone. Um, signing out. And we were joined today by Sadie Duca. I'm like shoving crystals in my stab wound. <laughs> Bye. Guvo Strongfoot. Guvo's going to keep his bedazzled jacket and hopefully use his more sex appeal later on in another adventure, maybe. Goodbye. And Arby Atlas. 
changes. <laughs> Bye. 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 Have you heard of the podcast, Your Creative GPS? Quote, let's live our best multi-hyphenate life. Multiple streams of income, social media, writing, music, life hacks, and more. Helping you find the best way through life with your creative GPS. You know what you want and what you are good at. Let's talk about how to maximize those things and enjoy life along the way. I'll be sharing social media marketing tips, what I'm working on and how it's going, and life stuff. Yep, the good and the not so good and how to learn from that and reach our desired goals and dreams. Check out Your Creative GPS, a podcast.